0: Hi folks, it's Tom. We're here to ask for your assistance. In the past, we've provided all of our videos free to the public, and we certainly hope to keep it that way. We're approaching 1,500 videos, and we are looking for ways to make our club more valuable to you soon you will be able to access a database and sort through all of our videos by author game master and player with links directly to youtube you'll also have links to the audio files on spotify or itunes we're creating a gaming schedule for current and upcoming games for you to access this reorganization is costing us a lot of time and effort the only compensation that we get is from our patreon site for a few dollars a month, you can assist us to bring even more and diverse content. If you would like to help, go to patreon.com slash into the darkness. That's all one word. Just a few dollars is all we are asking. We love our patrons and we would like to count you amongst them. Now back to the show. fellow investigators, and welcome to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The scenario is Psychogenesis. It was written by Alex Sun, who is also the keeper of arcane lore. This is a one-shot. So without any further delay, let's begin our journey into the darkness.
1: Alex? Thank you, Tom. 11 a.m. It is the 17th of March, 1927. It is a cool spring day in arkham massachusetts we go into the office of crow investigations where brayden kane floyd stanton and dan Gascoin are all going about their day it's been a very slow week Raiden could you describe what your character looks like and what they are doing
0: oh uh, yeah um I'm uh, Irish American. Uh, I'm not going to try to do the accent. Uh, my family, the Kane family, has been in Arkham for almost a hundred years now. Uh, uh, it's large. Uh, we, uh, I've got seven brothers, uh, not all of whom are in. You know, uh, legitimate uh, jobs. Um, I've got uh, flaming red hair, bright green eyes, uh, and I'm a little bit on the heavy side. I'm also 20, I'm, I'm
1: actually only 27. So. Very well. What about you, Dan? Guess coin?
2: Uh, average height, but built kind of like a bulldog then Gascoigne's uh, particularly uh hefty in the upper body short bristly black hair blue eyes uh m- pretty messed up nose from childhood fights uh and uh i'm going to uh off uh um Wish Braden a happy St. Paddy's Day and remind him that we keep the Irish whiskey in the bottom drawer, but not until after lunch.
0: Just to- Is that about 9.30?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. And last but not least, we have Floyd Stanton.
3: Yeah, Floyd's slightly uh, above average in size, but maybe a strong enough gust of wind could knock him over. Uh, so there's a bit of a weird dichotomy there that otherwise is dressed, at least attempted attempt to, to dress formally. But as the heat's coming, he's stitch the jacket, uh, collar's undone. Uh, looks pretty, pretty good looking. He's a fairly handsome individual. Uh, there's maybe a hint of money about him from the, uh, from the quality of his shirt, cufflinks and uh, watch and the like. But he's probably mooching around the uh, the kitchen. Uh, making one pot of tea after another, uh, watching the clock tick by, back and forth, back and forth. Right, waiting and waiting for say, something interesting to happen.
1: Right, and as you let those minutes go by, watching that clock, the your tea is ready, and then there is the sound of mail going through the door slot. Mail's here, Floyd.
3: Uh, hey, they seem to make it more difficult to get here by 10 every morning. Yeah. I'll wander over and see if we've got anything, uh, anything of interest that is not the bill, final demand, death threat, or anything.
1: Right. So the first three envelopes on the top, they're all bills. So you push them to the side. <clears throat> and then that last one, though, it's urgent mail coming from Miskatonic University stamp and everything
3: hmm. you know i always wonder why somewhere so so local and prestigious why can't they just pay a runner to bring this round why do they have to leave it to the mercy of the postal service to get to us but uh, i'll open it up
1: great so this is addressed to the uh crow investigations office and it is from dr thomas elliott dean of language literature and the arts from Miskatonic University, and he requests your uh, presence at noon today, which is in an hour, to discuss a potential job that should be handled with the utmost discretion.
0: Something at the university, huh? This hmm. place a student? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I guess. I ain't got nothing. I I've, I've closed the Devin Kelly case. Does everybody agree? Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. It's closed.
1: Okay. Are you Are you all bringing anything, or what are you typically packing on a meeting or business trip?
0: University, just notepad and
1: stencil. Mm-hmm.
3: I've got a small. uh packet of uh well like a paper bag full of almonds that i keep in my pocket so i can occasionally nibble on them from time to time
1: very good i'm assuming you also have a car you can carpool get to the Mm -hmm. campus
0: yeah probably we're also packing you know very well but just like the under the arm
1: yeah so as you get into your vehicle and you drive couple blocks down to Miskatonic University. It is a sunny day. Students are moving from class to class. People are playing catch on the the quad. And this is when we will cut to Philip Masterson, a graduate student. You have been called to the office of uh, the dean and here you are sitting across from him in his office he is a mustached man with glasses he holds himself with confidence and he says um so philip i understand that you're attempting to get a graduate uh your a doctorate degree here
4: yes um i i research uh grounding objects for people especially those with uh uh Touches of madness. Um, you know how uh, a, a small child will ground themselves with a with a teddy mm-hmm. or something. Uh, some adults will ground themselves with a gun or a photo or uh, something like that. And that's where my research um, uh, revolves around. Is there something wrong? Like, uh, have I have what what what's going on?
1: Well, you're here because I need your help, and I want to see your your uh, doctorate thesis succeed. So if you understand what I'm saying.
4: Yes. I How can I, how can I help? Um, He puts his left hand inside his jacket pocket.
1: Well, a professor, you know, uh, the one that was on sabbatical, but uh, professor uh, 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 Dr. Butterfield. Doc- yes. Dr. Butterfield. He's been missing for three days now and you're going to assist some Private investigators in finding him. And oh, oh. from my understanding, he was working on some uh, case uh, clinical trials or case studies that are very, uh, let's say, let's say it needs discretion. So you can be my eyes and ears watching this uh, PI group.
4: Yeah, yeah, yes, I can do that. Yes, 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 I can do that. Yes
1: excellent excellent well it seems that uh they're here now why don't you invite them in and as you open the door to invite them in as they're waiting outside could you describe what you look like
4: uh so philip is a wiry jittery nervous wreck of a human being um Periodically, he puts his uh, hand into his left pocket uh, and pulls it out again. Uh, and he's sort of, his eyes dart about the place. He's sort of like, yes, hi, hello, are you are you the, 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 the detectives?
0: You're muted. You're all muted. Yes, we're here to see Dr. Elliot.
1: Uh, y- y-
4: yes, uh, you c- c- come in, he's ready for you now.
1: Excellent. Come in, gentlemen, come in. Dr. Elliot. Yes. Cane. Pleasure to meet you. And he gives you a hearty handshake.
3: Damn
2: gas all coin. Are,
1: all around. Yeah. You like an almond? Sure. He'll take exactly one, because you yeah. said a almond. <laughs> I hope you so. Well, uh, I understand that your organization is excellent, excels at discretion. That we do. Well. You got a problem, we can help solve it. Well, I'd love to hire your services to look into a missing persons case. Dr. Lewis Butterfield has gone missing. And from my understanding, he was working on some clinical trials, uh, testing these uh, psychological theories that he's been coming up with. and. Just from what we found in his office has been troubling enough not to call, get, go to the officials or the police officers. And we'd like you to find out the whereabouts of uh, Dr. Butterfield. Now, this we'll person? get you the information. We'll give you his address, the key to his office, whatever you need. Is this uh, your assistant? Should... is. Ah, uh, Philip here is familiar with the psychology department, and he's here to help out.
4: Hi, so I, that, I'm uh, I'm here to help.
2: So he's uh, a trusted associate of yours. We can yes keep him in confidence. All right, is that Louis as in Louis or Louis as in Sinclair? Louis
1: as in Louis. And how long has your professor been missing? He's been missing for three days now.
5: So Anybody he's just been here for years,
1: to... tenure.
0: Anybody just forget that his schedule might say that he was going on vacation
1: for three days? No, the nurses assigned to his clinical trials, uh, they have no idea where he is either. Hmm. Is he a married gentleman, your Butterfield? He is not. And from my understanding, he just got back from sabbatical about two weeks ago.
0: How is he viewed by the uh, the general university? Uh, well respected. Uh, little. He is
1: well respected. He's been, let's say, at the forefront of psychological uh, psychological um, findings in education.
0: Uh, Mr. Masterson, did you know him personally?
4: Uh, he he was very helpful in writing my 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 mission statement um and helping me come up with the uh with coming up with my uh topic of research. He he could really get to know you as a as a person and um help you find something that really um uh you would really excel at. And that's that's why all the the undergrads really like him as well. Um, although they don't seem very much um that they that yeah, ever everyone everyone really liked him, I think. So I rather think.
0: affable individual, people students yeah. liked him. And other have you ever heard any complaints, uh um uh, uh Dr. Elliot uh from
1: this other staff about him? No, not at all. I don't see any reason um, where his uh gears would become jealous or anything like that. Well, then what's his the specialty? Uh psychology. He's what? a psychiatrist.
2: A psychiatrist. So he does that mean he's uh does drug research? Uh
1: research into the mind.
2: Uh-huh
1: of the mind and what causes illnesses. Such as a, antisocial a, behavior or So he's a anorexia. psychologist,
0: not a psychiatrist.
1: No, he is a psychiatrist. So he, so has, he a med- has a medical degree. Yes, yeah, he does.
0: Well, um, I suppose we should take a look at his classroom, his office.
2: Yeah. Uh, can I ask... Uh, Dr. Elliot, why, what, I mean, I'm sure we'll see for ourselves, but from your standpoint, what is the sensitive issue that you would like to avoid becoming public?
1: Well, let's say that his notes are a mess from what I've seen. They are ravings about the four horsemen of Revelation.
5: Mm -hmm.
0: Four horsemen of the apocalypse. Yes.
1: The notes are still there in his office? Yes, we did not touch anything. All and right. of course, he's on tenure. So
0: So, do you have any idea whether he was a religious man?
1: No. He was not deeply religious, my understanding. Uh, and do we know where
2: he went for his sabbatical that he got back from?
1: He said that he was taking a trip across Europe.
0: Across Europe. Nice trip. Well, perhaps then, if we could see his office, we'll get started. Um, we probably negotiate. You do.
1: You know he writes a number that you're very happy about. All right.
3: Having kept having kept quiet through the initial discussion, I just want to have stood there and watched him, and trying to get an idea on is—is is there anything he is deliberately trying to hide, skirt away from, not want to talk about? Basically, trying to do a psych roll on
1: him. Of course, go ahead and roll that. And
3: of course, I fail even with my high skill.
1: Yeah. Okay, so he is sweating. He's nervous. He doesn't want. Uh, you just see. It seems like he doesn't want this out.
0: Right. He's in charge of the university, so. Or at least this this
1: the school of language, right. literature, and the arts.
0: this well, Catonic runs on its reputation, so. It doesn't want its reputation
1: in any way. And a lot and of universities true. and schools, they get their money from research.
3: Hang on that Language, literature, and the arts. Yeah, he's a psychiatrist. So surely yep. that's under medical school. So this is he's in a completely different department.
1: It should be psychology, then. Yeah. I was using the source book for Arkham, and that's where it oh. was under <laughs> at the time. Because it is in art.
3: Our... Got it. So it it fits. It's not like he's yeah. a complete random department
0: asking. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, we might have more questions later. But at the moment, I of can't course, think
1: of and he gives you his the number on for his uh, office. Mister but... Masterson, I assume you know where the office is.
4: Yes, I. Uh, if if we if we're done here, I can take you there right now.
2: Did you drink coffee kid?
4: No. I I I I told the coffee was bad for my uh, someone of my um weak physiology. So I don't I don't I don't drink coffee. I just I
0: Well, you're safe with us kid. Nothing's going to happen to you. Okay. Um
4: I, the, the the officers is just down the hall this way. Uh, and it will shoot out of the door. <laughs>
1: Alright, so you <laughs> you walk down the hallways of this this school and you get to Butterfield's office. Unlocking the door, you can see that it's quite a mess. There's notes scattered everywhere. On one of the tables, on this desk, there is a a weird apparatus that looks like a mix between a headband and a projector. And it looks damaged.
2: You know what this machine is, kid?
4: I, I, I've i seen it uh, sometimes in his office, but I've never thought to ask. I, I always had something about my research that I needed to ask about. But um, I
2: couldn't tell you what it is or what it does. Uh when you say it looks damaged is uh, is there smoke is there is it charred or were there visibly broken parts?
1: yeah, you give it a whiff and there is a faint smell of smoke it's it looks burnt out completely damaged
5: uh,
4: maybe we uh have some 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 notes that would explain what this actually uh is or does um Kinda look for, uh, some sort of documentation to go with the, the weird machine.
1: All right. So if you're gonna search the room, then we'll say you do that. Cool. Okay. I'll take a spot hidden roll, for some extra info.
0: I did not succeed. (laughs) Rain of despair. Okay. Uh, I did pass, just a regular.
1: Okay. Wonderful. So, so this is the stuff that you get, free spot in roll, and it is notes on Sigmund Freud, his personality theory, which came out in 1923 which saw the psyche structured into three parts. Uh, the id, yeah, the ego, ego and the superego. Super ego. Yes. All developing at different stages of human life. There's also some comments on ego death and how ego death is the complete dissolution of someone's personality into a state of transcendence. Now, what you do find, tucked away underneath the desk, um, Dan, you passed, right? Or no, uh, Braden, brain you find some scrawlings of maybe it looks like a draft of the thesis or a new paper. But it, in summary, it states that the majority of humanity is mentally ill and that there are certain trigger phrases or actions for, for curing this, this mental illness the there is a power not in words themselves but how but the the power is from using the right words in the exact right way and there are notes about the four horsemen
0: i'll take the notes about the four horsemen look at them
1: right and part of those notes is a Bible that's just been, like, annotated, Book of Revelation. Sure. Especially I'm, the parts I'm Irish, the I'm a Catholic, Church. I know my Bible pretty well. There you go. Then you would know what each horse represents. Yep. Famine, war, white. pestilence, and death. So, yeah. oh, could you say that again, uh, Floyd? Famine, war, pestilence, and death. Yes. Uh, but some could even say, It could be conquest or deception for the white horse. It could for the red horse. It could be war or violence. Black horse. It could be famine, and the pale horse is uh, pestilence or or death. So it's it's really any, but they are all highlighted, annotated, all that.
0: Yes, the uh, the pale horse is the one that's usually oddly called the pale horse. The word in Latin and Greek is chloros, which is green.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: and you know, pale, dead green.
1: As you're looking at the Bible, there is a scrawl just in the margin where the horsemen are described, mm-hmm. and it's in the, this professor's writing. It says, I have found a way to induce ego death in the participants curing them of their antisocial behavior.
0: Hmm. That's interesting. I, honest to God, don't know what the hell any of that means, my character says.
1: Yes. But of which participants? You have no idea.
3: Why write it in a Bible when there's plenty of normal sheets of paper and notebooks to write it in?
0: I mean, he seems obsessed by these four horsemen.
1: Yeah, I'll take a psychology role as you're examining the handwriting because you can tell someone's mental state from handwriting.
0: Hey, regular post. I, I got actually a hard 20 under 45.
1: Okay. And then I will say that state of mind, unstable at best.
0: <sighs> you see the way he loops this uh, letter here, he's obviously unstable.
3: No one writes copper anymore.
2: Uh, Masterson, do you does he have? But does he maintain a, a, a lab of some kind on campus? There was mention of nurses.
4: Yeah. Uh, it, um. Yes. So he would be running uh, ongoing experiments with uh, various participants at a uh, given stage of the year. Um, I haven't visited him in his lab for some time, but there should be uh, written down one of his uh, diaries or planners around here somewhere and I'll start just like throwing paper around looking for uh, exactly Yeah, you find the
1: general be. place where he usually hosts his trials, which is probably a building over yeah.
0: um, I'm yeah, wondering yes, if he's got anybody there waiting for him to get back from wherever he went
4: Maybe, um, yeah, yes, uh, here, here it is I, I, I knew it was here somewhere um, Yes, uh, it's uh it's just near, nearby a, a building or so over
1: uh how old is this butterfield um, oh, i believe he'd
2: be in his fifth late 50s i wonder how uh i wonder if he didn't just run off with one of his nurses i mean that's the simple explanation for this kind of thing
4: i i don't think that's his um his speed um uh uh, how I don't know how to say it properly, but I don't I don't think that's that's the sort of thing that he would do.
0: He's also unmarried. I mean, why would he have to run off with?
2: Because mm, she's a nurse in his employ, maybe 20, 30 years younger than he is. You know, gentleman in his late fifties has a sort of emotional crisis. Starts reading the Bible. Starts. Uh,
3: Maybe the other three nurses found out, and that's what he's that, so he's running away from.
0: Maybe. I get the distinct feeling from a man in his 50s who's talking a lot about death, that he's going through some sort of midlife crisis. That could be another reason why he's run away. People just go out and buy a Studebaker if that's the case.
2: Uh, In his desk, is there anything... Like a journal or a diary? Is there any sign of a travel itinerary or?
1: Uh, no, it would not be here.
0: I want to gather some of these documents up together into a folder, so that we can go over them over the course the next day or so.
1: Sounds good to me. Yeah, at this point it's around let's say three p.m. as you just had your meeting, had lunch, and then look through this guy's office and you're heading over to the next building now, or are you going somewhere else?
0: Not quite yet, but are there any weird books or anything on his shelves?
1: No. And Uh, drugs in his drawers? I would say probably nothing that he shouldn't have.
2: Uh, And there's obviously... You know, the office was found locked. There's no sign of a struggle in here. Nothing was knocked over or broken. That is correct.
0: Well, I've known a lot of professors that weren't very clean. That's what they usually have assistance for. And the thing on the
2: doohickey looks like it would fit around a a standard human head. Correct. Uh, As a matter of
1: fact, it looks like the projector would project into the human.
2: Uh-huh. There's, there's no film in it, though? There's no. no rolls attached? And it's fried. If I look closely at the headband, are there any uh, hairs caught in it? Uh, give me a spot hidden. That is a regular, but not far from a hard. Three points, if it's worth it.
1: Yes. Red hair. Long red hair.
2: Uh-huh. Half the town. <laughs> Speak for yourself, Kane. Uh Long right here. One
0: of my cousins.
2: Does uh, Miskatonic, Miskatonic's an all-male university, correct? And that's not have, institution.
1: I will Did say... Did Asenath Waitley go
0: there? I don't think it's... Uh, yeah, I, I'm going to say They're that it's
1: unisex here. right now. It's 1929. So,
0: there's just not as many women interested in some of the things that the university.
2: Well, if one of the nurses is got uh, is a redhead, then we have maybe he's experimenting on his
0: staff. Oh, what? Is He's not. Is he experimenting on students? That well, would that's be... why
2: I asked if it was a female participant. Is it a
0: long red hair?
2: I believe that's what uh we said here in the late nineteen twenties
1: yeah, uh it should be nineteen twenty nine my 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 apologies,
0: okay well, let's go over to the other building. I think we've gone over this fairly thoroughly this room no uh. Is his office, office seems safe in,
1: order? in it? His office? Huh? Vacant?
0: Does, it have, does it have a safe? Does it have a safe?
1: Oh, uh, I would say no.
2: Okay.
1: And because I'm me,
2: I'm going to look under the carpet and make sure there's not a trap door or a significant piece of paper or...
1: No, nothing like that. Nothing like
5: that. Hey, uh, be, be
4: careful with that carpet. It's It's been here for... for... For for a long time, he was very proud of that carpet. He'd be nice to it.
3: It really brought the room together.
4: Mm-hmm. Really tied the room together. That's right. That's why he Deep liked Persian. it so
5: much.
1: All right, let's see this lab. Okay, right. follow, follow me. Again, last thing on the way out,
4: out, straight into the corridor.
1: All right, well, uh, what are you doing oh, for?
3: I just want to have one as we as kind of almost backing out the door. Have a look around the room. Has he got any photos or paintings up on the wall? Things like decoration, artwork.
1: Yeah, I would say so.
3: I'll just keep uh, kind of doing a mental kind of note of places that he's got pictures of, in case he's decided to run off to somewhere that he's got um, that he's got a picture of in his office.
1: Yeah, there's he travels the world quite a lot, so there's pictures of him in, in London, in Paris, um, Berlin.
3: Mm-hmm. A it's, Wicked City.
1: you mm-hmm.
2: Is he alone in these photographs? Yes.
1: yes.
0: So who's taking the photographs? <laughs> I well, don't know. All right. That's where we're roaming the halls. There's kids everywhere right or that yeah they're growing
1: to and fro they don't really pay attention to you all and eventually you get to uh, uh the labs where the clinical studies are taking place you get to the room number but before you reach the door you see that there's a nursing student she's waiting in front of the door she looks idle she's just got textbooks open and they're studying from them
2: In a, at a, in a chair in the hall or
1: yeah like right outside the door
4: she like, short, stops dead center when he sees her and just sort of like motions everyone else to go talk to her
0: pardon me miss uh are you uh are you a student or an assistant to dr butterfield
1: yes i'm a i'm a nurse here um do you know where professor Butterfield is Dr Butterfield is
0: that's actually why we're here we're in fact investigating trying to find out where he's gone he seems to have been missing for three days
1: well um, he was here three days ago and I was assisting him in his uh, study uh, for my clinical but
0: we've uh, we've got permission from the dean and the keys to get into his office um, would you mind assisting us telling us what? we probably won't understand everything of what we're saying,
1: seeing. Oh, yes, of of course. Um, But it seems like he's moved everything out from this lab uh, somewhere else without telling me or the other nurses.
0: Oh, that's odd. Well, Well, we'll open up the door and go inside. Tell us what you
1: know. Tell us what you've seen. Well, we... Got some patients from Arkham Sanatorium. uh, Four of them in particular. And you open the door, it's an empty room. Everything's just been cleared out. It's just empty tables, empty chairs. And she has the names of those patients. And she definitely wants to help you out. So the the names of these participants are... uh, Leo Rosenthal, uh, Susan Heminger, James Norton, and Edgar Collins. Four of them. What was the last one? Sorry. Edgar Collins. Edgar Collins. Yeah. So
0: tell me what you... How did you feel about the professor what what kind of person was he uh what oh, uh, I, I
1: knew him to be very uh, studious uh, at the front of of his field and I was looking to learn a lot from him but once i I met him you know about a week ago he was very erratic oh. Um, yeah, he insisted that things be done his way. And I would often see him taking home files uh, back to his car.
0: Well, doctors can be that way, yeah. Um, right. Where would you concerned. say he? Go ahead.
2: The professor might have had a breakdown of some kind, and that's why he uh, hasn't shown up. Um, so that's important information. I wouldn't get your name, nurse.
1: Uh, it's Nancy nancy barnham Nancy corner i, I, I could have sworn one of these the mornings i there was like blood on his shirt oh. Uh-uh. No. chest area
5: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> but um i, I didn't know say anything any... at the time he knows best
0: do you know of in, do you recall anything that he ever did that seemed a little inappropriate to you
1: no, students, once he was, no, he he never gave me weird looks or anything. But when he was in, uh, doing his research, he was always very, one track, focused. Hocus, yes, that's the word. Do so I've know, just been sitting in front of the, the the lab because I'm still on clinical during this time, and well, I got to get credit somehow.
0: Yeah. So Ooh. how much? Oh, go ahead. I'm putting in study
2: time. That's good. Do you uh, Can you give us the names of the other nurses that were working with the professor?
1: Yes. Uh, we have Jennifer Diaz. And Stephanie Moran. And did you know them personally? Uh, I've seen, yes, they've been in my classes. They're all wondering.
2: So they they've you've seen them in the last two days.
1: Yes.
0: When you look around this room, um,
1: how much equipment do you think was moved? Well, we had those weird devices that he would say would help uh, maybe hypnotize them, the the participants, to get them into a deeper state where we would record. Something like a thing on their head and a, yeah, and it would shine light into onto their face.
2: There were how many of those
1: two hickeys? Uh, four of them?
2: There were one for each. So would he he'd have all four patients in at a time?
1: Uh, usually he would do one at a time just to see how they'd react and these are people these are institutionalized persons, yes, they're from Arkham Sanatorium. Um, I wasn't told much about them, but one definitely had polio. Oh. So they
2: weren't all uh, because of antisocial behavior.
1: No. Was it who was the polio patient? Uh, he was uh, he's Edgar Collins. Interesting.
2: Uh, Not something I generally consider a psychological problem.
0: Maybe the doctor felt that it was psychosomatic and not...
1: Uh, right? Poor not kid. Real. He's been using, I believe, one of those new iron lungs. Mm. Ah. has to use crutches or be wheeled around in a wheelchair. The other patients, did they seem uh, like they had a reason to be institutionalized? Um... I would say so. They had all they all had disorders of different kinds. I'm sure the sanatorium has more information, since that's where they were taken from.
0: Yeah, do we know if the patients are back in there? The patients didn't stay here. Obviously, they stayed at the sanitarium and were brought over for the experiment. That's what I assume. So we should see if they're missing. Did the doctor talk about any other place, uh, a home laboratory, a warehouse?
1: He, I know he does have a home laboratory.
0: Does or have a home laboratory.
1: He would go home a lot. I'm assuming that's where he took his paperwork.
5: Yeah.
0: All right. Well, I'll we'll give the room kind of a thorough looking over. There's not much to see, but maybe there's some clue. Right.
1: There is a mirror on the wall. Who has the lowest luck?
3: 50 here. We're going for luck.
1: 86 times 5.
4: I have a 60.
1: not either?
0: I got 65. All
1: right. Then you can all make uh, a spot hand roll.
4: Oh, one is a hard success. Oh, okay. wow. Okay. <laughs>
0: you be that. Yeah.
1: Yes. Out of the corner of your eye, Floyd. And this is 0-1 uh, Sanral. You okay. thought you saw a white horse in the mirror.
3: Some Just Twin Peaks bullshit going on right here. Heroin. <laughs>
1: yeah. A white horse in the hallway standing behind your group but there and you turn around there is nothing in there but in the mirror there is a white horse
3: i'm remarkably fine with this on a 25 so i'm going to look at it somewhat perplexly uh turn around turn back at the mirror is it still there yes Ah. okay i'm going to walk towards this mirror and have a look
1: All right, it trots off
3: That's. I'm going to see if I can pick up this mirror and see if there's anything weird behind it, um, anything odd about the frame, whether there's the glass is a particular weird thing, because that, that ain't normal.
1: No. Uh, but yes, you take the mirror off the wall. There's nothing behind that. Floyd, are just... you okay, Floyd?
3: Uh, you know when you see a magic trick done, you know it's a magic trick but you can't work sure. out how it's done. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, I'll just point at the mirror. What magic trick? I uh, probably something we should discuss outside.
1: Oh. Right. Uh well do you need any other help? Nancy says.
0: No Nancy, I think that's it. If, uh, you, if uh, we need you a... you? I was just say if we need to speak to you later is that okay?
1: Yeah, sure. I'm over in the West one.
2: Okay. So we can just call the dorm and the matron will uh, yes. connect to you. Very good.
1: Are Jennifer and Stephanie in the West as well? Yes, they are. Mm. But I already talked to them. They don't know as much as uh, you do. Mr. Mm.
0: Should we go to the professor's house, or should we go to the asylum and see if there's missing people, or should we split up?
2: Uh, I think we should definitely. We can see the professor's house after hours, whereas I am sure the asylum has hours of operation, so that might be a priority. Although we could, you know, one of us could
3: go
0: to the house, or two. All right. Maybe we should stick together. This is kind of weird.
3: I don't see any time pressure on us at the minute, so it makes sense to keep together.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, just silent. Then.
2: Did you know this Nancy girl?
0: Me,
4: Philip. Oh. I, I I I've seen her around, but we 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 haven't spoken now. We haven't spoken now. She'd, Not surprised me she, she wouldn't even have noticed me I'm too busy uh in the background doing books and and, and stuff um yeah
2: yeah all right so you don't know any gossip about her or anything I I I
4: no I I I I, I heard she doesn't have a boyfriend but that's it okay um so it's um yes let's go
2: brilliant Do you think uh, we should call the nut house and tell them we're on our way, or just um, drop in unannounced? I wow,
0: it's a big hospital, from what I recall. I think we can just drop in.
4: Yeah, I, I, I feel like if we just show up and start asking the right, right quest, questions, they'll, they'll help.
2: And we have credentials. Yeah, all right. End of the wagon.
1: All right, very well. As you get into the car and you drive down the streets of Arkham, you head to the very impressive-looking Arkham Sanatorium. There is a high wall surrounding the place, and despite the fact that it is a sanatorium, people are patients are milling around in lethargic states. There aren't a lot of uh, straight jackets being used at all, but uh, it's very, it's very docile and the place, it smells of antiseptic. And right now it's, let's say it's 4 p.m. It's almost closing time. But you walk right in. The nurse at the front desk, she looks up and she says, hello, uh, how can I help you? Do you have an existing appointment?
2: We haven't had an appointment. We just uh, are coming in to make a couple of inquiries. We're with the Crow Detective Agency.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, Does this have to do with uh, an open police investigation?
2: Not at this point. Um, Do you, are you familiar with the experiments of uh, of Miskatonic Professor Butterfield?
1: Uh, Yes, yes, I am. But I'm not allowed to disclose our patient's information.
2: Certainly not. Was there there a particular liaison here at the institution, the sanatorium, that worked with him?
1: Uh, Yes, that would be with uh, the higher-ups.
0: Well, we know the restrictions on what you're allowed to say, but we have a list of four names, patients here. Uh, We want to know if they're missing. Oh, they're not staying here.
1: And then she stops herself.
0: You anticipated what I was going to say.
1: Well, you said they're here. They're not. uh, I've said too much.
2: Right. Um, They were resident, however.
1: Um, Look, I'm, I'm not allowed to speak on this.
2: Right. And their families are informed that they're off the premises?
1: Yes. They, I... All right, well, let's just say that Miskatonic is taking care of them, from what I've heard. So they're off-premises.
2: You mean Butterfield's taking care of them? Correct. Yeah. Do you... uh, I understand that you didn't mean to speak out of turn. Uh, You're probably fielding a lot uh, here all day. Do you want to connect us to the person who was working with Butterfield, and we can... Act like we don't know anything.
1: Okay. I will get the manager. Thank you. So she's so like that way. I'm like, I'm like,
0: I, I didn't, I she didn't even give me a chance to say the names of the students. She knew exactly who we were talking about. Patience, you mean
2: yeah. Is there anything on her debt? She's walked away. Yeah. I'm going to do a quick. Ransack of your little desk area.
1: All right, excellent.
2: Sign-in sheets, are there?
1: Yeah, there's a check-in sheet. And uh, you can, with a quick look, right, because you're looking at the check-in, three -hmm. days ago, those four participants, patients, they were checked out. Mm -hmm. And they have not returned. And there's a note saying they went with Dr. Butterfield. Certainly starts to feel like Dr.
0: Butterfield's been doing some uh, maybe um, uh, near close to the edge of ethics uh, experiments on his (sighs) patients, maybe at his home.
2: I'm guessing home, but you'd think the college would have had somebody go by there before they called us in.
0: I'm sure they did. Maybe he didn't answer the door or answer the phone or something yep. creepy and fishy here.
2: I meant to ask Nurse Nancy uh, if they seem to be getting any better, but I forgot to. We'll have to call her at the school.
4: Uh, they were signed up three days ago. He's been missing for three days.
2: Very good. Okay. Are there any mirrors around?
1: Are there any mirrors around? No. This or is any reflect- reflective surfaces? Yes.
3: I'm keeping an eye out for anything that shouldn't be there in the reflections.
1: Okay. Once in a while, I will say you do see the silhouette of a horse, but it could just be your mind playing tricks on you.
3: Mental note, check myself in here for a while once
1: we finished up. Okay. Eventually, a uh, mustached man in a suit with uh, terrible bags underneath his eyes comes down. He says, "Uh, yes, you are the private investigators. I'm uh, Henry Miller, manager here. Dr. Miller, uh, you've been working with Professor Butterfield. I've talked to him. We've made agreements for with the university.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, are you aware that nobody's seen the professor for a few days?
1: No. What
0: is this about? Uh, for it's for patients patient that you have that are not that have also been missing for three days?
1: Oh, yeah, he visibly just pales. He loses all color. He takes on a very like pallid color.
2: So I take it the families didn't authorize this uh, walkabout.
1: I'm gonna have the dean's head.
2: Uh, yeah, well, the dean's pretty anxious about it. What well, can you tell? Obviously, there are confidentiality issues involved that we would not ask you to violate but can you give us a general gloss on the four patients in question so
0: we know who we're looking for? You can also consider that we are also under a discrepancy, a a discretionary contract. So we're not talking either to anybody else, but we need to know what's going on.
1: Okay, so let's move this into my office. Come, come and you are moved into the inner sanctum, the administration ward of the sanatorium. His office is uh, quite nice, very tidy, very orderly, and he sits down, he collects himself, he brushes the sweat off his brow, and he goes over to a filing cabinet, hand picks out the four files, and sits down at his desk. All right, well, here we have, the information on the patients here. We have uh, Leo Rosenthal. He actually used to be a surgeon uh, until he was stripped of his license of the by the Massachusetts Department of Public Health uh, because he messed up some sur- surgeries and he insisted that they weren't messed up Uh, And he exhibited a lot of antisocial behavior. Sociopath behavior.
0: I'm sorry, this is which patient?
1: Uh, Leo Rosenthal. Okay. Yes, we have in his file that he uh, is reported to have uh, harmed animals when he was younger. And he failed... To adhere to societal norms because he would always do harm to others but would reason or charm his way out of that the consequences we have uh Su- susan Eminger. sorry how old is dr rosenthal uh he is in his late 30s
2: oh okay we uh
1: Susan Susan. came in because she had an eating disorder, uh, anorexia nervosa. uh, Poor pituitary pituitary function. uh, Obsessed with self-image. Self-harm. When you say
3: self-image, do you mean literal self-image or personality self-image?
1: Uh, literal, her form. Mm. Uh. She is extremely emaciated due to her eating disorder. And how old is she? She is 19.
0: I mean, okay. It's pretty damn young to have that kind of a disorder.
2: Do
1: you know if she's redheaded? She is. Yeah. How did you know? Well, Are any and of then the he other patients redheaded? Said, no. And he says, uh, you detectives. You're good. All right. Next on our file, we have James Norton. uh, Private James Norton. He fought in the war, was diagnosed with shell shock, uh, went back home and bashed in his family with a trench mace. Makes
3: makes sense. So Rosenthal's death. uh, Heminger is uh, famine. Norton is war and Collins must be pestilence as the polio victim.
1: Right. Now <laughs> he, he just I'm looks like I'm
3: studying his reaction when I say that.
1: Uh he just looks confused. No no role required, like Huh. Mm-hmm. So Edgar, he's been sick his entire life with polio and he's been dropped off here in our care. Ever since, and would you say
2: that to date, Professor Butterfield's treatments were having any beneficial effect on these four? Not
1: what I could see until he he checked them out. Three years ago, and the dean knew that he
2: took them out of the facility.
1: That's what he told me
2: that's what the doctor told you all right
0: now the dean himself might not have meant any deception but rather wanted us to have clear heads not make any presumptions ahead of time
2: yeah or the doctor didn't actually have the dean's
0: permission Right. so this
1: looks bad on everyone's part so
0: well we have to keep our mouth shut as part of our agreement
2: With well, any luck look at all we'll, talk. yeah with any luck at all we'll return those four to your care uh without any further harm being done we'll certainly yeah we'll try to keep this as quiet as we
1: can all right and he will give you his business card with his personal number for his office when you have any developments. Right. Thanks. Let's keep our uh, name shall clear, shall we? And he says, can anything else, gentlemen? Nope. Did I get the cut? Uh... All right. Well, it's just about closing time for visiting hours.
0: Well, we're not visiting the patients. Um let's yeah, let's go. If I if we're before we're leaving, I'm gonna to say to Floyd on the way out, I said that was pretty damn clever. I didn't even didn't even cross my mind that the four patients were the four horsemen.
3: Well, it just became a bit of a coincidence when we had four beds, four horsemen, and then when one was very blatantly the image of famine. So I was trying to think of well, polio then matched up immediately with pestilence. Yeah, it, it all makes sense. So is he maybe looking for embodiments of archetypes? Yeah,
0: because he picked them specifically for those reasons. Mm -hmm. Is he some religious fanatic, some nut that's trying to bring about the apocalypse?
3: Was there anything overtly religious in his office, like crosses on the wall, uh, religious iconography, uh, churches in the pictures that he had, for instance? No. No. Right, so that's not, if he was a fanatic, there would be more overt signs of that present in his office. So I don't think, unless it's something very, very, very recent, I don't think it's that.
2: Well, and there's this notion he had that all of humankind is diseased, so he's trying some bigger cure. I'm wondering what it means that the redhead's machine blew up. Maybe she was hot. Well, it didn't sound I didn't like it. it. I wonder so, if there was damage to her in the process.
0: So shall we go to his house and see what's up? We certainly should. I'm wondering if the redhead was harmed by the machine. But I can think of, he's only got three machines now. I would think so. You know, there's another thing. To, now, that machine looked fairly large. Yeah, it's pretty bulky. Yeah. So he couldn't have carried that out by himself. He must have gotten some other students to help
1: him carry no, all that no. equipment out sorry keeper was it that bulky i would say it was two feet by two feet so you could like carry it out Pick in it a box it would have it'd be it heavy done.
0: okay so sleeper. it wasn't like a big piece of furniture
1: no anything.
3: i was thinking along similar lines when he said that the whole of his uh, area had been cleaned out You don't normally have someone do that single-handed, especially if you're having to cart three people and all of their ephemera, their clothes, all their possessions out of there. You would have orderlies or you would have some kind of um, of hired help at the university that would be able to do that. So that's another another lead we need to follow up. Someone must have seen something. Someone must have helped him.
2: that's something we should have asked Miller too, how the patients were taken out of the facility
0: to the university. You don't think the professor is bribing the dean or the, you know, hey, dean, I need some people I can work on. Can I pay you? and Something like that, something highly unethical.
2: I think in general the payment structure of university, it's going to be hard for a professor to bribe a dean, more likely the other way around. Unless
0: he's got some source that... You could have family money, or a threat. Blackmail. Mm-hmm. It's always blackmail.
2: What part of town is the professor's house in?
1: No, uh, definitely not Riverside. Uh, what is it? East Side. Yeah, it's an East I'm Side. Of, but so he's not in the
0: college district.
2: I'm tempted to go there and shut off the power mains before we go inside, interrupt the experiment, but that's just
0: uh, Eastside like, is kind of wealthy,
1: isn't it? Makes sense. Eastside is wealthy, yes. Yeah. Riverside is not.
0: Right. Of course, you could just as easily have got in a warehouse and set up something in the middle of you Know the wharf district oh, right. you private, but if we don't find something.
2: his private experiment at home, we'll be looking at what he rented.
0: Indeed, all right, let's get over there.
5: Okay,
0: I see strange green light shining out of his
1: windows. Yeah, so you definitely so it's about. <laughs> It's getting late, so I would say it's around like five, five thirty. You stopping by for dinner?
0: Yeah, we can go to Maestros and get something to eat.
1: Okay. Wonderful. You have a nice dinner. Except the fact that you're usually what's your favorite order, right? Right, Bra- Braden, what's your favorite thing to eat?
0: Oh, uh, probably a sub
1: what kind Uh, meatball sub alright today they're out meatballs
0: I feel like maestro's is what they used to be a pastrami sandwich
1: oh yeah they've got that but your favorite food they don't have that all out a pastrami sandwich Excellent. And you make your way to East Side. You pull up to Butterfield's home, and you can see that it is completely dark inside. It is a two-story house, quite uh, luxurious. Is his car there? No. Shit. and just from the outside he does have like a gate and all that he has new locks like brand new they're not weathered not rusty looks like it was bought from the department store the
0: day before on the gates so we can't get into the yard without breaking in correct
2: you said two story, are there cellar windows at ground level? I would say so, yeah. And they're dark too. Correct. And we didn't find I you know, when I was looking for travel documents and things in his office, I didn't see anything like he's rented a warehouse. I didn't see any documentation of any not in the office out in the office so we've got to break in and see whether I either he's got a hidden inside room where he's got these patients I mean just just uh getting the the kid with polio around he you're right he needs assistance or something he can't have gotten far
0: so um I'm, I'm gonna say to Philip I say uh Philip come here I want to show you something he, he, want to explain yeah. something to you yeah uh it might it'll be a little bit unethical but uh we're not intending to rob the man we're just intending to find out information so i'm going to show you how to pick this lock i'm going to pick the lock beautiful let's see and i'm going to break my pick off in the lock <laughs> god 93 <laughs> Okay, yeah. I'll Actually, just say that's
3: that's not how you do it.
1: God damn it. All right, that's uh I will say that's pushing the roll if you are going to try lockficking. Can I can I push it? Um whoever wants to roll next is pushing it and I'm, I'm going to say the the consequence is maybe a light turns on in a neighbor's house and you'll be spotted.
3: My skill is not good enough to even want, warrant a push, so go ahead and knock yourself out. <laughs> I've got a
1: 45. So you're better than me a 45. Okay. Fair. Roll. it. Uh, 17. All right, then with a the satisfying click, the lock pops off.
0: This is... And I, I, I look over at him and I say, you know, Philip, he says, all those people that you go to school with, all of those people that make you feel a little bit intimidated, they all shit exactly the same way you do.
1: <laughs> so Wonderful. <I'll... laughs> All right, and okay. I'll even let that roll ride as you un- you pick the door to Butterfield's. Okay. Uh, are you going front door or back door? We'll go
0: through the front door.
1: that's
2: conspicuous and uh, torchlight only.
1: Okay. So you can see in his home that it is a complete mess. Mm-hmm. He has a, a sitting room very close to the front door. In the sitting room is a bookcase that is just fallen on and on its side. A bunch of books have spilt out. Some of these books are very old. Um, uh, Their pages, they've just been torn out. And when I say old, I'm saying that these pages are just like yellow from exposure to the sun. And the way that the pages are placed on the floor makes your head spin. Give me a sanity roll. Zero slash one D6. One
3: hell of a hell of a pattern. It
1: is a pattern.
0: Oh. Ninety-eight. I got eighty-three fail. What did you say? One D six.
1: Yes, I'm rolling 22. a D six. It is a one D six on a failure.
3: Uh, appropriate color pages as well.
1: Just one.
3: I rolled a five. Three.
1: <laughs> okay. Something doesn't sit right about this pa- these patterns of these yellowed pages. They seem to swirl and sh- and shimmer and squirm, Philip. This give me an intelligence man. roll.
4: This is not right. The, 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 that's that's not the uh. That's, surely not. That's not okay. Oh dear! I passed my intelligence roll by two points. Oh, <laughs> beautiful!
0: You've been All looking right. into the wrong books at the Miskatonic.
1: Give me a d10. One. Tom, do you know what that is?
0: Oh yeah, that's faint.
1: Okay, so for you one 10 You look Uh, at this. uh, The world goes black. And he's down. Can I try to grab him before he smacks his head? Yeah, of course. Give me a dex for all to see if you're fast enough. Sorry, kid.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Set set him there on the couch.
1: I want you to replace your meaningful location with the shore of Holly. The shore of Holly.
0: Yes. Yeah. Okay. H a l i, not h o double
4: l. <laughs> of Halley is there.
0: Excellent. And, uh,
1: resume being passed out. And um, how are the rest of you going to react? Um, also take a damage from hitting your head against uh, a wood desk.
0: Um, I think we kind of expected him. He's a bit nervous, so. A lot of excitement coming into the house, breaking in.
3: Someone needs to get that kid laid or on drugs.
0: I was—I've almost offered him my flask three times. I don't know. I'm gonna—I'm gonna step into what I perceive to be the kitchen Mm -hmm. and get a a
1: dish. Yeah, everything's a mess. Like the drawers have been torn out. Um, One of the mirrors in the sitting room has just been smashed. You think you see a horse, Floyd, but could be just you. Boys, uh somebody's
0: ransacked this place.
1: Uh, I'm wondering
2: if he lost control of his crazy surgeon or the or the, or the the private. He might have one of his patients go berserk. Uh, you guys Psycho- look at pe- the pages on the floor like there was something going
0: on. Do you want to explain what? I don't know. Felt a little odd for a minute there. Here I got a wet dish towel. I'm going to put it on Philip's face. And
1: Philip, when that happens, you come too.
0: You
4: alright, Phil? Did, did we get him? What, what happened? Just rest
0: there for a minute.
5: Okay.
1: I'll Got a little
0: light headed. His,
1: you cannot uh, remember your uncle's dairy farm. Um,
2: Philip, have you ever had brandy? my
4: My mother says it's a sinful drink, so I don't partake in the tipple
2: yeah just have a little um something to firm yourself up
0: make you a man
3: that's the first circle of hell right
0: there <laughs> <laughs> folks i'm gonna go upstairs i'm gonna see if i can find anything telling maybe there's a basement hopefully he's got all four patients tied up down there and we can just release them right now while you go upstairs
3: to find a basement
0: it's usually a little door under the stairs. Or off the
2: kitchen, depending.
1: Yeah. All right. So you're heading upstairs, Braden. What about Philip, Dan, and Floyd?
2: I'm looking for his desk. I want to see if he's rented a place. I want to see if he's got patient notes,
1: mm-hmm. et cetera. Okay. About Floyd and Philip?
0: we also in the process, we kind of kick those pages around so that they're not... Oh, that's
1: fine.
3: That's, that's what I was going to do, was tidy up the bookcase. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and
3: also try to work out why it was pulled over and why the pages fell in that particular pattern.
1: Yeah, it looks like the pages were ripped out. Mm. And oh, on top of that, record how much sanity you lost from seeing that particular symbol, because uh, you can lose up to six.
2: Did you say it was one or one d six?
1: Zero or one
2: d six. Okay, so I'm still at zero. Good.
4: Um, so I I would like to, as I come to and gather my my senses, um, knowing that, uh, the the good uh, professor was interested in uh, Freud and the concept of ego death. I want to look for his um his Freudian books and uh try and find. Uh, where those uh, resources are
1: yeah all right so you look at well you're looking for his freud books and well that's the one that's exactly been torn out and arranged in the symbol
3: another way to make a critique about another writer
5: it's
3: a damn shame
2: Were there any what the pages torn out? Did they come from one chapter? Are they about anything, or is it just random pages?
1: Oh, they're about the ego, the id, and ego and the super ego. But the pages they shouldn't be that old, considering that it's only been two or three years since that theory came out. Are the pages in the rest of the book yellow, boy? almost like they've been sun-bleached. Or stained correct. with something. Sun-bleached is more correct. Mm-hmm. And for that revelation, I'll roll. Oh, cost you some sand. Zero slash one on a sand roll. I the ah! So one.
2: Quit cool. again. Very well. Zero. I still think he ran off with a third nurse, apparently.
1: I'm upstairs. I can't see <laughs> All right. Name. So, right in are heading upstairs, you are greeted by a trail of dried blood. Upstairs. Uh oh. It leads dried blood, to, boys. It leads into or out of the bathroom.
5: Okay.
1: And in the bathroom, you see a scapel with dried blood on it, and what looks like to be thread, a spool of thread.
0: Uh, unraveled, or just a spool of thread? Some of in? it has been used. What color is it? Black. It's Black thread. Um, uh, does it look like the person who cut his cut himself was standing in front of the mirror when he did it?
1: Um, do you is there a forensics or anything like that? Because I'll take a spot hidden if there isn't. I know there is.
0: Oh, uh, I don't think I have forensics so this spot hidden. Uh 17 out of 65. So that is a hard.
1: Okay. So we actually
0: uh, I could actually spend four and make an extreme.
1: Okay. No, there was no one in front of you. So you see some splatter on the walls. So that means there's no one in front of the person doing an operation. It looks like the operation was done by the person.
0: Oh, so it looks like there were two people in here? No,
1: one. So whoever cut themselves, the splatter marks, they show that they did it to themselves.
0: Right. Were they, can I see from the stains on the floor where they were standing when they did it?
1: Right in front of the mirror okay
0: that's yeah that's what i was asking so yeah. uh is there a razor
1: here somewhere? there is a scalpel there's a scalpel which is covered in um, dry blood and uh and a thing of
0: thread there's a thread thing sitting on the sitting sink. on the sink yeah strangest thread for
1: um meanwhile i'll jump to dan as he is looking for the study. And the study is also quite a mess. There, It looks like a home where there was a lot of wealth, a lot of income, but that all has just been ravished by this uncontrollable violence and are you looking anywhere in particular?
2: I mean, I'm going to start with this personal desk for sure.
1: Okay. Yeah. All right. You find a note. Mm-hmm. And I will take another spot hidden roll for some extra info.
2: That is a regular success.
1: I could okay. spend six to make it extra uh, hard. No need. So you find more raving about how he found uh, a cure. You find bits of clockwork and parts, cogs, gears, things that belong in a projector. And here is the uh, note.
2: All right. A couple of weeks ago, three four twenty nine. It must be him. His face was as white as his coat was black. I only caught a glance of his slender form, but it must be him. The organist I saw in Paris along the Rue de Rennes is here in Arkham. Well, so the trip abroad. Uh, so two days later. The 6th, I saw that man again yesterday. He grows more and more bold. I will never forget the look on his face. It was a face of pure contempt. Must change my locks. Three more days on the ninth. Again, he's everywhere. His music calls to me. 3.13, the day before he went missing, I was wrong. He gave me a gift. It's inside of me now. Yeah, all right. Professor is lost his marbles inside of me. Musician, he thought he saw an organist, he thought he saw in Paris. I guess I'll fold that neatly and put it inside my jacket pocket. Okay. Um, No luck in terms of anything like a rental warehouse in downtown. I was getting
1: to that. You do find a uh, agreement for a rental of a a mill that has been abandoned and is available mm-hmm. and that that's is a, over at riverside
2: that's a lot of space why would he need that much space for four or maybe three patients All right i'll leave that document and just take the address down
1: all right you put the you write down the address and when did that when did he rent that i would say that would be three days ago well finalized three days ago oh boy
2: all right i'm going to keep poking around in the in the studio and studying
1: what about Floyd or Philip?
3: Um, look over to Philip first, because I know what I want to do.
1: Yeah, you're you're examining Philip.
3: I
4: I, I can't believe they would destroy such important uh, philosophical work. So this it is I I can't believe it. It's I, I I'm incredulous at the fact that this has been. Uh, torn apart and destroyed so um I I would like to go to the kitchen and just get myself a glass of water to try and just get my head back into back into shape because I'm I'm floored that they would do this
1: okay
3: while he's in the kitchen I want to do something along the lines of crime scene investigation I want to try and piece together the events that took place in this room that led to that bookcase being knocked over. Was it deliberately that he pulled it, uh he or she whoever pulled it away from the wall? Uh, was, did something else happen in here? I want to try and get an idea of sequence of events.
1: Okay, so you can see that as you're imagining it in your mind. I'll take a just a general intelligence roll as you're trying to construct the and recreate the process of what happened Mm -hmm. judging by your role, we'll, we'll see what happens.
3: Well, 32 is under half.
1: Oh, so that's a heart. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. So as you close your eyes and you try to take in the scene, you notice that someone was really angry and you could tell that they just went to town on the walls, on the furniture, just pure, un, uh, un, un unbridled rage. Mm. Okay. And it's just destruction for the sake of destruction.
3: Mm. Four horsemen meets one of the seven deadly sins.
1: Right. But there is no rhyme or reason to any of It'd have to be a very large A larger person Person of a larger build To have done this
3: We didn't see any sign of any Break out I mean the door was locked All the windows I presume Are all still intact Yes There must must be a point where that path of destruction Just stops then Yes Where is that point
1: Well, it looks like it's leading to the basement.
3: Guess where I'm going.
1: (laughs) Okay. So, as you head to the basement, you open the door, flick on the switch, and you can see discarded at the bottom of the stairs is an empty syringe. Further down in the basement, there are four cots that have been set up, but there is no sign of anything. Uh, any living person.
3: Gotcha. Because there's no way I'm going down into a basement if there's anywhere that someone can stand around a corner and hit me with a syringe. Or basically, I'm looking from afar without going down into a dangerous, dangerous territory.
5: Yeah. My
3: yeah. So my shoulder saying, "Yeah, we've got where they were kept being kept."
4: oh I'll join you as I hear you going towards the basement. Um... Glass of water still in hand, just sipping away. Mm. That, that that stuff from the the flask was very unpleasant. I, 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 I didn't like
3: it very much. Yeah, fun, funnily enough, is one of those things that your taste buds going kind to of get used to it over time.
4: I can't imagine being able to do that, but you're a stronger men than me. Stronger men than me. I do feel
3: more confident though. Weirdly, warms you up too on a cold day.
4: Would you like to go into the basement? Um,
3: the basement? Like please, is a can... strong word.
4: <laughs> well, well, uh, the, the others are upstairs, and we. I don't think there's anything else on this floor. We could, if we go uh, together, then uh, if something does mm-hmm. that that does happen, then the other one can at least shout for help or something. Well, that's true. After you, okay hand in the left pocket, gonna walk down the stairs very And slowly. you
1: walk down the stairs and we'll cut to Brayden as he's upstairs. You have just finished doing your analysis of the bathroom.
0: Yeah. Move on to the bedroom.
1: Okay. So the bedroom has been tossed as well. And there's a lot of signs of disturbed sleep it's not as bad as the damage downstairs. But uh, a lot of tossing and turning. There are newspapers that have been used to like keep out the light. Hmm. Cover up the windows. And those have turned well, uh, sour yellow.
0: Does it look like the professor took his suitcases and clothing with him or is that all still in the room
1: yes they're gone but not and but looking at what's remaining not enough for like a trip or to get away
0: for an extended period of time just Just for a few days yes um i'll do a thorough look around um I might uh, pull, uh, how do you mean the newspapers are to block the light? Is it, he uh, does have curtains or a thingy?
1: Oh, he's got curtains, but they hmm. don't cover the window like 100%. Some of the light still gets through. So he's slapped on newspaper or paper to block out every bit of light. Okay. Or every bit of uh, vision. All right. Um,
0: so if I don't really see anything, I, as I say, should I do a spot hidden or just
1: no? There's nothing. I don't find anything.
0: All right. I'm going. To, are there any other rooms
1: up here? Uh, nothing of interest. I will say.
0: So I'll go back downstairs. I, I want to, as I'm going back downstairs, I want to see if I can follow a trail of the trail of blood.
1: Right. So. It looks like it comes out of the bathroom and then goes down the stairs and then is
0: done. And then there's not enough dripping. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I look around to see where anybody is. Is anybody still on the first floor?
1: Uh, Dan is combing through the office downstairs. Okay. But it looks like Philip has gone into the basement. Floyd, you're waiting on top of the stairs or you're also going into the basement?
3: Uh, I'll, I'll go down about maybe three or four steps behind him Very so well. that when someone jumps him, I can then in theory jump the person that's jumped him.
1: Wonderful. So, Philip, you make your way down each step and it, each step creaks and echoes. And it's cold. It's cold in this basement. There's four cots that have been set up but no, no sign of anyone. There is... are, there is like a workbench or a workshop of sorts where there is machinery, and it looks like to be a, a film reel.
4: Hmm. Um, is the basement well lit, or do I need to turn a light on as I go down?
1: You well, Floyd's already turned on the light, but it's dim okay. at best. Very good. Um.
4: Yeah, I. It, it looks, it looks empty, um, and then I'll walk over to the the film reel and I'll hold it up to the light and try and see what it is.
1: Okay, yeah. Uh, you see that same symbol that was formed by the paper? So yeah, well, uh, roll another.
4: <laughs> well, I can only lose an extra one. Though.
1: Yeah, <laughs> so
4: I rolled a five, so we're okay.
1: All right, you're okay, okay. We're but it, yeah, it makes you feel a little queasy. But you're seeing along this film reel, it's like, you know how each piece is a frame? Each section of film is a word. And Hmm. it is structured so that you think it is dialogue being written, interspersed with more of these symbols, but it definitely makes you feel sick, sick to the stomach.
3: I think they were sleeping here. Oh, well, yeah, the, the cot's going kind to of give that away.
0: I'm going to suddenly call out and say, everybody stay right where you are. Um. I come to the top of the stairs going down into the basement I'm saying, listen, listen, boys, when I was upstairs looking in the bathroom, I found a spool of black thread. And it, I couldn't for the life of me think of what you might use a spool of black thread for. Booby traps, boys. Booby traps, boys. There could be booby traps somewhere around the, the room. Watch out for black <laughs> thread strung across your path. Did you <laughs> did you touch it, Kane? oh yeah I got it right here is it waxy
1: I don't know I'll toss it over to you Dan is it surgery? you have been in the war Dan mm-hmm. so you know the medics use this type of thread to stitch people up yeah this is surgical
2: thread. Oh. somebody had a boo-boo and they tied they sewed it up themselves oh well could,
0: there is blood upstairs
2: I'd be the crazy surgeon
0: could be the professor How much blood? Um, Oh, there were stains on either side of the sink. I think somebody cut themselves. There was this, uh, what you call those knives doctors use, a scalpel. And there was a surgical threat. So maybe you're right. Maybe he set himself up. I, I wouldn't have thought of that. All right. Well, here,
2: have a look at this crazy note he left. It says he was given a gift and it's inside
0: him now. Oh, Jesus so, Christ. Did he sew something up inside himself? We'll I mean, False alarm on the, thre- on the thread, boys. Probably no booby traps. You
1: walk so, over and then. Oh. Sure.
0: <laughs> yeah, the bomb goes off. Uh, yeah,
2: so how's the cellar? Cold. You're right.
4: there's, there's some weird, weird film here with the. the the, the symbol from from before.
2: What um, symbol?
4: Uh the, the way the about? pages were arranged. The the yeah, on the, the floor.
0: <gasps> Wait, didn't the doctor say something about him using words Projected. or language or
2: well he was projecting something onto people's faces, right? So the film is good. We want to take that. Did it does it look like he shot it himself or is it stitched together? We'll just bring it up. Is, is it is the cellar clean?
4: Yes. Uh, there's there's a broken syringe here and some cots and then the the, the workbench.
0: Look around, see if you see a small bottle. Something that had the contents of the syringe in it.
2: Yeah, wrap it up I'll with a handkerchief a and take bottle. it. Maybe we can get it tested. Don't cut right. yourself. Maybe you should take the syringe, Floyd. The kid's going to put it in his left pocket. and Yeah.
4: Not my left pocket. My left pocket
3: stays... The way it is, um I'll pick it up with a hanky and just sniff or uh, the the aroma around the needle to see if there is any residue if there is any aroma from it,
1: okay, um do you have any medicine?
3: I have one percent
1: all right, I mean, you're welcome to roll
3: i I got a one on the right dice, but the eight on the front of it don't oh.
1: Have. All right. Well, it's some just kind of. You want to push it?
0: <laughs> no, uh, no. I will
1: say you are not able to push this role. So just I'll push it giving... into me. I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah. So just giving you this information. It's it's the fact that yes, it looks medical grade. It smells like it belongs in a hospital.
3: So it doesn't smell like a narcotic. It doesn't smell like not the fun kind of drug.
1: No. Mm-hmm. More like a sedative
3: some medical thing
1: yeah yeah i
2: mean you know the uh miller at the nut house owes us a favor so we can get him to analyze it if we need to know i think he's really eager to keep our mouths shut uh so guys we've got a warehouse in riverside oh. he just rented it uh as he started to go completely batshit So I think we know where the new cots are, and the three machines, unless he managed to build a fourth to replace the one that burnt out.
0: So do you think, based on what we've seen so far, that he's using these machines to flash something in their faces? Uh, One of the doctors, didn't he say something about hypnotism? And I, I, uh, I, maybe one of his patients completely popped his gasket and did all of this.
5: Yeah,
4: I, I think he's trying to induce um, ego death—the uh, the the, the, the uh, abandonment of um, your entire self.
0: Um, so, image, I guess. So, if that happens, I mean, what do you know about it, Philip? Do you, uh, if somebody loses experiences? what did you say ego death it's e- ego you, you abandon
4: out? you abandon basically how you used to be so if if these people are the the um the the, the horsemen of the apocalypse as uh, he seems to think they are then they would uh go from this uh destructive force maybe um and become you know a, a force for good maybe the doctor gives up his um uh, malpractice uh, tendencies and becomes a, a fantastic surgeon again, or uh, alternate, uh, or the 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 anorexic girl maybe she forgets that she's skinny and she thinks that she's beautiful and she starts eating properly again. Um, but that that has the the the, the flip side of maybe the, the the transcendent quality of ego death. Maybe it stops holding them back and they go even further into this. Um, the, this, psychopath uh,
0: goes flip out and so if we don't yes. see him murdering everybody do we we see him what would he go death to do to the polio kid
4: maybe he forgets he's sick or believes he can get better i don't know um this is where i sneakily google the placebo effect to see if i would know it's
3: a thing uh um, oh, yeah he there must be some kind of psychological impact of the suffering of disease like that. It must get you down. It must surely blow a knock a blow to your confidence. So maybe it would reverse that. Maybe they would suddenly become a lot more of a confident individual that thinks they can suddenly do certain things. They won't be held back by the debilitating illness anymore. Yeah.
0: So if I was going to pick two candidates I, for flipping so. out, I'd pick either the psychopath or the, uh, the private who had Shops. shell shock
3: yeah yeah i'd go with the soldier
2: yeah sounded like he was a bigger gentleman than the surgeon as well and this damage is substantial and then there's the question so butterfield thinks he's seeing some skinny pale man in town that was playing an organ when he was in paris and he starts seeing him everywhere It sounds like you know the uh physician heal thyself business he's lost it losing his marbles and then he says I was wrong he had a gift for me it's inside me now so one theory is that he took something that somebody gave him and he cut himself open and put it in him and sewed it up another possibility is that the psychosurgeon stabbed him and he manages to get away and sew himself up in
3: front of the mirror so he can see what he's doing. Or or he cut, or he or, cut himself open thinking that that thing was already inside him and tried to rip it out.
0: Although he in, any, thought any, it case, in any case you think we have established that the blood upstairs and uh, on the, in the hallway is probably butterfield
2: that's my guess i don't think they let the surgeon out of the hospital with surgical materials and it seems like a healing situation with the surgical thread not an assault
0: i'm not sure though that the even a psychologist would have any reason to have a scalpel in his home they don't do surgery they He's prescribed drugs.
2: They don't take mental patients home and set them up in cots in a cold basement either. Uh, he was obviously an experimental. Th- uh, th- what did you say earlier? He was a very theoretical psychologist.
4: He, yeah, he he um uh, he he would do intervention based trials, um, but uh, a lot of his work was um more more, more reviewing um contemporary work and uh, applying and, uh, stress testing them. Uh, he would, uh, be very, uh, intent on the peer review process and making sure that people's interventions actually worked rather than inventing his own interventions, um, for the most part. That's what uh, a lot of us grad students actually, um, do a lot is we do the, um, the the novel interventions and then he stress tests them and then we stress test other people's and it it all forms really uh well-rounded evidence base for our uh our um our, our research
0: phil what are you studying in school i
4: i'm so i my um study is more observational of how people uh have different grounding objects that keep them um
0: uh, oh yes contained. yeah you said that before um you know i so, i don't know i think this detective work kind of agrees with you you were a really nervous little guy three hours ago, and now you seem to have pulled yourself together. That's quite you guys an observation.
3: Been mean to me, so I, 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 yeah. It's because he's resigned himself to the fact he's going to the first circle hell after uh, touching his first uh, first few drops of liquor.
0: Yeah, maybe the liquor's a good thing.
3: Do you have a grabbing
2: object in your pocket, by the way, Phil?
0: Maybe.
3: Yeah. As long as that's all it is.
4: Yeah. Uh, Sort of like pulls this out of his pocket. I've had him since I was a kid. He he helps. And he stuffs it back in.
0: Sure. Cool.
2: Great. You know, you can get one of those with a flask inside it and kill two (laughs) (laughs) people.
3: Be a great way to hide it. No one will ever think about looking up <laughs> the teddy bear's ass. <laughs> it, 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 the teddy bear, and it sounds wet inside. So you might get caught.
2: Uh, teddy so, bear. Do we want to get over to the warehouse before the
4: patient right
2: to the or vice versa?
4: Yeah, we should head to the
0: yeah the
1: the, the mill. <sighs> That's we gonna be right dark
0: up. by the time we get there, right?
1: Yeah, it's gonna be night. So you could either you know head to bed or head over to the.
2: The, oh. no, I'm not tired. the only thing is, the only question is whether we want to swing by the office for a couple of shotguns. I think
0: I want to get my, yeah, I, yes. I think there may be some some Guns? urgency to find these patients that the doctor's doing stuff to.
3: Yeah,
4: <laughs> there these wonderful tools
0: I, that go bang when you pull a trigger. You, know I, you know, I, I, they,
4: I know, I know what they are. I, I, how do I know what they are? Um, but my um, point being, I, I I didn't realize we were going to be getting violent. Like,
2: are we going to are we going to be hurting Professor?
0: Just Barber? for our protection. Just, just for, for our, our protection. Professors. There's no a need
2: to. violence has already begun. We just want to make sure that it, it, we can control the
3: direction of the violence.
2: And nobody wants
0: like, to shoot anybody.
3: Yeah, they're a great way to call for help to make uh, to bring attention to you, to also make someone who's potentially somewhat on edge. Maybe shut the hell up and listen.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah. They're a good way to get a locked door open. They're very handy. Yeah. Universal lockpick, almost as good as a sledgehammer.
0: If we right. pull our guns, you stay behind us.
3: I can do that. I can do that. Yep, yep. I can do that.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yep. All right. Office shotguns and then Riverside.
1: Yeah, sounds good. After this break. <laughs> All right. So our investigators and grad student are going to head over to Crow Investigations office and arm up.
2: Uh Phil yep. we also have this baseball bat. Would you
1: feel comfortable carrying that? Phil also have... has the reel clutched in his hands.
4: Oh yeah. Yeah, um, i I I I I I can. Uh, but I have I have the the, the reel with me. Um, I don't know if I'll be able to hold both. Um, right, because you've
2: only got one free hand. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll throw it in the car in case you.
5: Yeah.
2: I'm gonna take a look at the reel while uh, Kane drives us over to to Riverside.
1: All right. Well, so you're gonna hold it up to the light or shine a flashlight in it.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna have to use a flashlight.
1: All right. I'll well,
2: What's that you say? Another success.
1: All right, oh, zero. But are you reading the words? Hmm, yeah. Some kind of song. Along the shore, the cloud waves break. The twin suns sink behind the lake. The shadows lengthen in Carcosa.
0: There's a
2: typo here for Carcassonne. That's all I the can French figure.
0: place? The place in France? Yeah. Well, he was in Europe.
2: Yeah. Huh. So, I wonder if this is a poem. Kind of reads like a poem.
0: Twin right. sons. Maybe it's code. No, I bet somebody at Meskatonic would know what it is. Yeah.
2: Yes. We'll get uh, Philip to copy it out. And see if somebody in the literature department can tell us.
1: Yeah, well, and uh it definitely keeps going. So you're I would say you're even maybe very intrigued by it. Your eyes just keep reading. Hmm. Eventually you hear, you read the whole song. And there is a feeling of just longing deep in your chest.
2: Mm. Songs that the sure.
1: highlands shall sing
2: where flap the tatters of the king must die unheard in dim Carcosa. These are, it's like a couple of words and then some image symbol and then a couple of words. Is it, are the words repeated long enough for somebody to read
1: if they were seeing this in a film? So if it was flashed on screen like over and over again you'd catch some of the words there's actually a technique where you have words flashed in the same location on the screen and that actually enables you to read faster
3: uh-huh so subliminal yes right mm-hmm.
1: and obviously the sign is interspersed throughout each reel Well, how big cut? is the reel? Uh it is meant to be portable and to fit into the projector strap, so maybe and about
3: but, Hand size?
1: Yeah, I would say so. 20, how long
2: do you minutes, Maybe three minutes, four. Yeah. Okay, that's. Is this is the end of this torn or is it cut neatly?
1: It's cut meticulously. Huh. Uh, painstakingly. Right.
5: Cut,
1: cut right. So eventually you make your way past downtown Arkham and head over to Riverside where it is foreboding and dark. This is a rough area. Brayden would know. Yep. And eventually so, you pull up to the abandoned mill. Uh, was it windowed? it is windowed and the windows are broken there's a dim light inside and there are vines that are growing along the sides of the wall and these vines they make that symbol so earl sand again what kind of mill is it it used to be a textile mill Okay. I
4: failed, so, but I can only lose one more Sanity, so I yeah, not die. Then you lose one. I only lost
1: one.
2: What do you mean you can only use one more Sanity? Uh, because
1: you can only lose As up to six. six Sanity, and I yeah. lost five in the first That's a d6. Group. So you lost five last time, so you can only lose one more from this source. With my starting Sanity of only
2: 45, I have yet to fail.
1: You uh, will be you. the sanest
2: of them all. So it seems. But I'm pretty perplexed because the vines look like this thing, right? Correct. He's only had the place for a few days. So, right. how do you frame vines? Maybe yeah. maybe he's been obsessed with this textile mill, and he made this
1: squiggle based on these vines if if they're if he did frame them, there is no evidence. It's like they grew that way. Yeah, probably started with the fines. That because it doesn't look like anything else.
0: Uh, so it should be too hard to get in. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. So if we draw, let's do do go around the block, please, Kane. And I want to look at all the angles. It's Probably got a few doors. Mills are big.
0: Right. With uh, well, all the broken out windows, the doors are probably broken out too. Kids are probably playing there.
2: There's still a rent in the place. Just want to figure out where we can go in with the best angle for surprise. You know, if if there's a, if one wall is darker than the other in the windows, then we know that we can get inside. Back side. Yeah. All
1: right, you're all sticking together. Yeah.
0: Okay. I'll park the car. We'll get out.
1: Sounds good.
2: Shotgun in trench coat for me. You know, no reason to
3: announce it. Hand cannon
0: I'll uh, stick with my handguns because I'm better at shooting them than the rifle or shotgun. Dad walks we'll okay. across the across uh, the pavement up to the side of the, the warehouse.
1: All right, your the glass crunches underneath your feet, and you make your way to the door. Is it locked? Doesn't look like it. Mm-hmm.
0: But it'll probably be squeaky.
1: And are you trying to sneak? Yeah. yeah. All right, with a penalty die due to the glass.
0: O oh, oh two, O oh two. All okay. right. Oh, a penalty die. I have to do the yeah. other. Oh, right. Eighty two. Yeah. Crunch.
2: crunch. Oh. <laughs> I rolled a 20 and a 100.
1: Uh, well, I thought my
0: 80 was bad. Yeah. I I was probably 85. tough to trip over in the dark.
1: Okay. So in that case, yeah, you're all making your way what you think to be silently in front of this once proud building now in a state of despair. And you get to the door when it just opens up and there's a very emaciated redhead and she smiles at you and she says, Welcome.
2: Uh, Susan? I... Susan.
1: Yes, but I go by Casilda now. You I'm cured, by... you see. Oh, I'm cured. What... I love myself.
2: Oh, that's nice. And I'm beautiful. So the professor's working. Works is successful. That's right. So you should. You're going to leave the hospital.
1: Oh yes, in time. In time.
2: Do you want to come out of the? building and, and tell us about it?
1: But the ball is inside.
2: What ball? Um uh, masquerade ball. Oh we didn't bring costumes.
1: That's what okay. is she wearing? She's wearing regular street clothes. Like regular Do clothing. we hear do we hear any kind of music or anything? No. Does she look well? She looks Like she's been eating. Uh
0: huh. Hmm.
1: Is the Uh, doctor, Dr. Butterfield, at the ball? Yes, he is. He's, yes, he's inside. Why don't you take us to it? Right this way.
0: All right. I've pulled my gun out into my hand. I'm not like going like this, but I've got it ready to go. How did she
2: open... Why was she at the door? I'm just going to have a little... Pardon me. Happy St. Patty's
0: Day. She heard us. Oh, Jesus. I'm supposed to be at the... (laughs) (laughs) At the pub. At the uh, speakeasy.
2: Okay. uh, Uh. You stay behind me. You want to take up the rear, Floyd?
3: Or... Yeah. It's let make sure no keep, one tries to get Crash from behind. Keep Philip next mm-hmm.
2: uh, to right. you. right. Should we call you Miss Heminger or Susan? Or, I'm sorry, your name is... Crest-
1: Casilda. Oh. Casilda would be fine.
2: Casilda.
1: Is that Italian? No. No, it is not. And she okay. just looks at you and smiles. Uh, Floyd, you said you were looking from behind? Oh, yes. Out of the shadows, uh, a large man, unarmed. It looks like he's got a lot of scars, military type. He comes out of the shadows, and he just nods at you, and he smiles. Evening. Good evening. Welcome to the ball, he says in a baritone voice.
2: So, Casilda, where's your costume? You said it was oh, a It will be
1: ready quite soon.
2: Do you have costumes for us?
1: Everyone has their own style, Mr.
2: I'm uh, Gascoigne, Dan Gascoigne.
1: Yes, and you have yours and we have ours.
2: How many are you expecting at the ball?
1: All who were invited, of course, uh, please lead on right yeah. this way. And you're passing all these like abandoned mill machines, and there's aisles and aisles of them. And eventually, you're hearing the sound of a projector going.
0: Perhaps it's a good idea, boys, if we don't look. That's whatever's being projected.
2: The thing in the car, right? That I looked at in the car.
0: Well, who knows? But it's it might
1: hypnotize you.
2: I had, I didn't think that's a real thing.
1: Well, Professor Butterfield is right this way.
2: Thanks, Casilda.
1: And he's she's going them to
0: continue.
1: All crazy. To walk. He's he's
0: imposed some sort of personality switch on them with his mesmerism.
2: He's been injecting them. And they started out to crazy.
0: Tattoo.
1: Okay. And in the distance you can hear an organ. Organ music? Organ player.
3: When you say organ, are we talking church organ or hand organ accordion style church organ? Church organ. That was
0: a bit more difficult to move in here, I bet. They you have to build those things into the
1: structure of the building. That's correct. Unless it's something small. Maybe it's a record player. Who knows?
2: Uh, What's the tune like? Is it churchy? Is it dancey?
1: There's a bit of dissonance to it. It's not pleasant.
0: Whoever's yeah. playing, it's not playing very well. Or it's one of the modern composers
2: like uh, Stravinsky. I can't stand the stuff. Could be an old Italian any day.
1: All right. How, is it cold in here? Uh, quite a bit. With the windows being yeah. broken and no insulation. Yeah. No. It smells like rats
2: and rotting fabric. That's correct. Uh, and is she leading us? I mean, is it big open rooms? Is there? A it is hall?
1: a big open room.
2: It's basically one big open room.
1: Yes. And is there some light? I would say there's some candles that have been set up.
0: Hmm. Well, such a safe thing inside of a textile mill. I'm
1: sure all this stuff is too
2: rotten to burn, too dank.
1: True. So she continues down one of the aisles between the large textile machines until the sound of that projector gets a little closer.
3: Keep an eye out to make sure there's no one lingering in one of these aisles, like, uh, full dark and gruesome behind us. Yes,
1: that would be Private Norton. Mm -hmm. But he seems like a gentle giant. Yeah, he's just following you, but he has no weapon.
3: He is a weapon, that's You <laughs> <case.
1: laughs>
0: we saw what it did to
1: that house. Mm-hmm. And this is when you see the what you assumed to be the professor. He is in a circle with the words around him. Deception, war, famine, and pestilence. And he has this machine on and he is sitting almost in a meditative state. Is, the,
0: is it pointed at the wall or is it pointed in his its, it's pointing into him. Into him, yeah. I'm a,
4: Professor! I, we found you! Professor? He does not I'll look. I walk up to him. Okay. Professor, it's it's me, it's it's Phil. It's you gotta you gotta come back to work. Everyone's so worried about you, and I'll put a hand on his shoulder.
1: Okay. And when you do that, he looks towards you towards that touch and he says Welcome to the ball. The machine on his head the front of it opens up and there is a vortex that sucks and sucks you all in. What?
0: Threw the mask into his head? Yes. I should have taken the chance
3: to shoot that thing when I could.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right, roll sanity. Mm-hmm. Only enough. 97. Oh, triple zero in a row triple zero all right 57 all right that's that's an eight so it's a d8 it's a d8 on a failure a one on a success
2: there we go Uh, so
1: you're seeing that symbol flash throughout your eyes you're seeing the four horsemen galloping down a battlefield and they are led by a fifth One on a golden horse. One with tattered robes. One with a mask. Um, Given that we're inside the
2: professor's head, do I still need to roll intelligence for my eight-point loss?
1: I would say so. There's a reason. You can reason it away with enough. I I lost six,
0: but I did also pass my intelligence. Okay, So
1: So sanity is going to look... So Sanity is going to work a little differently now. Uh, we won't have to worry about Bouts of Madnesses. So just deduct the total. Okay. Yes. And as you're just getting swirled into this guy's head, uh, your vision begins to transpose onto one of the riders of the horses following this this kingly figure into oblivion and until it all goes white and you are awoken to the sound of organ music you are in a square room that's not quite square it's a little rounded there is organ music playing beyond a chained door And there is a statue in the center of the room a statue that looks like a man in a robe with a mask in the room itself are four paintings on each wall
0: i'll look at one of the paintings
1: it looks like a trench in from world war one the title of the painting is James Norton. Check
0: the other paintings. uh.
1: Yep. There is a desert, one that is uh, titled Susan Eminger. There is a prison, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: a prison that is titled Edgar Collins. And uh, what looks like to be a neighborhood. Uh, Just a standard suburban neighborhood named Leo Rosenthal. Psychopath. And outside there are high windows. And you're seeing the black stars in the sky. And the skyline that is composed of black spires...
0: walk around and look at the statue
1: the statue turns to you and speaks jesus christ yes it says it says to you i am the phantom of truth it sounds like butterfield vanquish deception cure the sick feed the famished and end the violence that is how you progress
2: Um, Professor Butterfield, uh, what is the drug you're using?
1: There is no answer.
4: To vanquish the silent? What? I'm so confused. Professor, this is... (sighs) We're going to need
3: some paintbrushes for this.
4: Um, so, mechanically, I've lost over a fifth of my starting sanity. Um, okay. This, uh, day.
1: Have you lost ten?
4: Um, uh, I have lost nine in total now. Okay,
1: let me know when you lose ten.
0: Hmm. I've lost eight from the...
1: Yeah, like, oh, you're sorry, fine. You're not getting into a bad of here. Five? All right. um, well, let me know when you reach ten, or twenty, or thirty.
4: Okay. Well, if, I, if I've reached 30, then I've only got the five left to go. So <laughs> Understood.
1: Um, do I, is it We're playing with alternative do rules. I, hmm.
0: Do I still have my gun? Yes. I'm going to shoot at the statue's face.
1: Okay. Yeah. You blast the statue and it's like there was nothing underneath the robes at all as it just flutters to the ground. Oops. Put my oh, foot on the ropes, gosh. move them around like nothing Darth underneath.
3: Vader. He has become a force more powerful than you can possibly imagine.
2: It's a reasonable call. Okay, and I'm going to start with the artwork. Shotgun. You know, random. I guess I'll take the soldier first.
1: All right, you're going to shoot the artwork? Yeah. All right. So you're expecting to see bullet holes from all the buckshot, but the bullets... Go into the painting what
4: i'm i'm gonna walk up to the um the the field i'm gonna put my hand up against the the field painting
1: uh the desert the desert yeah yeah your hand goes through it's like you can just go in
4: This, this this is this is it's a it's, curtain it's, it's a curtain it's a curtain, it's, it's, it's a curtain. everything's I, okay I'm just gonna go real quick I'm, I'm gonna poke my head through and sort of like try and open the curtain
3: I think the term you're looking for is dream this because this can't be real or we've oh. been
0: hypnotized by his flashy lights
2: no I think he's etherized us I think he had some kind of spray or whatever but it doesn't seem Dream-like. Well, for one thing, we're talking to each other, so. Uh, lucid, sir, Half we did not authorize this treatment. This is unethical. You're a missing person. Let us the fuck out of here.
1: Your organ music continues to play and it's getting to you.
4: I poke my head through the desert painting. I want to see what's on the other side.
1: It's, a uh, a desert give us give me a spot hit it feels like the desert it feels hot seven that's an
4: extreme success
1: okay so one it's not a traditional desert it looks like the looks like a lake bed that's been dried up and two you think you see some kind of oasis far off in distance huh this
2: Chamber we're in has high windows that show spires and black stars and yes. it's paintings on four walls. Correct. Does it have any doors?
1: Yes, it has a chained door. A chained door. But you can hear the organ music coming from the other side.
3: Well oh. our prize if we succeed in these four little tasks is to get uh, our ears pounded by even more organ music.
0: Fantastic. Um can Sorry. I try to pick the lock on the door
1: okay so there's about maybe six or seven chains wrapped around the door as well as a uh what do you call it barricade the the sliding one
5: mm-hmm. oh, but the
1: thing uh, yeah. is okay. you can easily remove that it's like something it's like the barricade is for whatever's outside
0: oh
2: how's your ego doing my egos l- l- Alive and well. This is not funny, Butterfield. Yeah. I know you can hear us.
0: So sometimes they say the only way out is through. So what are we supposed to do? Go into the desert and feed the famished?
4: Maybe I don't know. I go, go into let's, the. Let's look at the other paintings as well. I'm I'm going to stick my head through the the war zone next
1: uh yeah you're hearing the sounds of biplanes soaring in the air artillery gunfire and maybe There's this is getting violence. to it might definitely it will definitely get to dan as he was a veteran
4: that the the little little scenes or something um maybe we but have to go in and cor- do something in them
0: correspond um,
2: yeah that's the game that the mad professor wants you to play I don't want to play his game I want but if we just stand here
0: nothing happens
2: no that's why if the so I don't care how many chains there are on the drawer I've got a shotgun as I said earlier it makes an excellent lock I'm not being sneaky anymore I was hoping when I shot the soldier painting that I was actually shooting the soldier not that I bear the guy any ill will, but uh, the organist is probably the nutty professor. So I'm, I'm I'm gonna unless unless you can get the chains off, we can. I'll slide the bar out. And that we're going toward the goddamn organ because the sooner we get to it, the sooner we can stop it playing.
0: You know, I think I do know one thing. He seemed obsessed with Freud.
2: Yeah. Freud and and the gospel according to crazy-ass John.
0: Well, there's the ego, there's the superego, but there's also the id, which is the primitive violent mind. And we've got a door here that's chained up, not to keep us out, but to keep something in. What if that's the id, the monster?
2: Well, I reload first. I, you know, the organ doesn't sound very id to me. The organ feels super ego to me, churchy. It's
1: not good playing.
0: <laughs> I'm for. I, I'm with Philip. I think I'm going to go in to the desert and see if we can. Feed the famished. Cure the six, obviously. The polio guy. Polio guy. At uh, the there uh, is no
2: cure for, for polio. I didn't bring any food. But there was there was an oasis in the desert. Um,
4: maybe there's something there that we could use to um, feed people. Um, I do,
0: do you want to wait here. We'll go. We're,
4: we're in a crazy dream it's crazy bullshit thing i i think yeah something my mom always said to me was no matter how scared you are you always keep going so i'm i'm just gonna i'm just gonna ha, 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 and i jump through the desert painting
3: i'm working, um, working on the basis that this is a dream i'm wondering if dream logic does apply to some extent here um i'm gonna see if i can create a plate full of bemonge or something that we can use to feed the uh, the hungry or feed okay. the famished with.
1: Yeah, give me a power roll.
3: Yeah. Get almonds. Okay. Uh, yeah. uh, you know what? I think this is worth a little bit of luck spend. I will spend seven points and make that a success.
1: Okay. Right, right. So you managed to conjure up a bunch of uh, bananas, lemons,
3: lovely bunch of coconuts.
1: No, no coconuts.
3: No.
2: <laughs> Where did that come from, exactly? It
1: just manifested.
3: I I was thinking if this was a dream, I might be able to do this. And funnily enough, here it is—kind of proof that we are not fully awake.
0: So we can do things in our dreams. You can your polio in a dream.
3: Yeah, this this is all malleable. This is this is delusion. This is delirium. There we go. That's another good word for it.
1: Um, well, um, so Caleb I... has already gone through the the pain. as have too. Well as yeah. yeah, I'm, I'm sprinting th-
4: towards that oasis I saw.
1: Are we Just splitting up?
4: Completely oblivious to everything else that's happening.
2: Like, yeah, I'm. I'm sitting down on the statues' dais and waiting to see whether these people get back out of their painting or not, or whether they're stuck.
1: Okay, Philip, slow down. I'm with you. So, Braden and Philip, you do see the painting still behind you. That leads back to that little, the the gallery, for lack of a better word. <laughs>
4: It's, it's it's an oasis. and so this is a this is a lake bed. We we if we get the water from the oasis to the lake bed, then we feed the famished, and then the water's back, and then it's it's fed, and then I think we we solve the the, the problem.
0: I think Floyd figured out too that we can do things because it's a dream.
4: Maybe do, we do can things make like what?
0: the
1: oasis like he made fruit. Like out he of nothing. Fruit. Yeah, and Floyd because he did that check one, Sam.
0: So Absolutely. let's see what the situation is and then we can see if we can fix it. Maybe make all of the trees in the oasis produce fruit.
4: Maybe. Um, yeah, so booking it towards this oasis.
1: Okay. Yeah, so you can see as you're walking past this desert, it's not quite day and it's not quite night, but what is what you do see Is the skyline of that strange city, once again, in the distance. There's a city off in the distance, see there? But it looks, no matter how far you go, it looks impossibly equidistant. The city. You never get close to it.
4: Very strange. But are we getting close to the Oasis? You are. Okay, good.
1: And as you get closer to the oasis, that's where you see you're you're perhaps startled by the desiccated bodies shriveled up, reaching out to you.
0: Oh, my God. So they're moving. They're alive, but they're desiccated. And that's when
1: when you get a little closer to this oasis, there's a lot of mist coming out of it. It looks like a lake within this dry lake bed. You can still see the exit, which is that little
5: painting no, size. Yeah.
1: Yes. Um,
0: see if I can do what Floyd did. I mean, what kind of plants are they? Like palm
1: trees? or? Yeah. That's the thing. They're not palm trees. Hmm. They're trees that you've never seen before they're bone white and they're twisted and they're completely without leaves and you're hearing a croaking voice say
0: well i'm going to just shrug my shoulders i'm going to walk over I'm going to put my hands on one of the giant white trees.
5: Okay, see give if I me can turn a it
0: in.
1: owl. Let's
0: see if I can turn it into a fruit tree.
1: Eight. Eight? All right, great. Yes. Uh, what kind of fruit? Um, apples. Right, you have an apple tree. The apples are still up there. And you see them sprout one by one. Uh, no sand loss. I'll uh, I'll take one of the apples and take
0: it over to one of the famished people.
1: Oh, and they, they devour it greedily. Something stirs within the mist of the lake. Something with tendrils. Something that's try- attempting to drag itself out. And what you see coming out of the mist is what appears to be at first a gulper eel with an elongated jaw however this eel is somewhat more human and it has red hair it looks Ah. impossibly skinny but when it opens its jaw it's like a vacuum cleaner yeah, and it kicks up a breeze and it's trying to Suck Philip in. No, you don't. And I'm going to grab Philip. So help me All pick give me some, some of these for- apples
0: and toss them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 55 out of 60. So just barely.
1: Okay, so you're hanging on to Philip. You can't quite concentrate since you're uh, holding on for dear life. What are Floyd and Dan doing? Because you're probably seeing this through the painting. Oh, you're muted.
2: I assume they're fairly... It's hard to make out the Oasis action very clearly.
1: Yeah, yeah, I would say so.
2: The boys are being attacked by a... scary version of Casilda as a monster?
1: Yeah, I would say so.
2: Uh idiots going to a painting. uh I'll stick the nozzle of the shotgun into the desert and fire it not directly at this little battle because I don't i mean the pellets I just want to distract her so they can deal with it.
1: They're the idiot. <laughs> okay, great. No role required. You do that, and the shot echoes out in the desert. You're still holding on to dear life. This vacuum is on suction mode. I'm going, to and I'm, not try to, I'm going to try to hold on to at least
0: part of the tree and pull him towards me and try to move away from All right. gulper eel uh, Susan. What about you, Floyd?
3: I'm going kind to of torn between whether we go in and face each one of these uh, together as a group and move from one painting to the next. Or whether we divide and conquer and try to solve more more than one. So I'm I'm kind of weighing up my options at the minute.
1: Yeah. Well, the organ music, it's getting a little louder.
3: I'll take that as we need to divide and conquer and do this a bit a bit quicker. Uh I am gonna go towards uh whichever one looks like polio
0: victim.
1: Oh, it looks like a prison.
0: You too, body. Hmm? You too, I just boy? said he's a prison in his own body I'm sorry We're all talking.
3: <laughs> what, what other choice have we got we either sit here and go mad through, uh, through being subjected to uh, organ grinder in there
2: why don't we take on the organ grinder why are we wandering off into these paintings to get eaten by monsters
3: I, do you want to find a way to get through the door because I think that it's just going to be our delusion says we can't get through the door until we've done this.
2: All right. Let me, having reloaded the shotgun, I'm going to just see if I can blast the chains off.
1: Okay. You reload oh. the shotgun, you blast the chains off.
3: Okay. I'll, I was going to say, i get out of the way to make sure that, if any, start re- uh, ricocheting around here. that nope. I'm not in the way, but...
1: You are play. welcome to go. But once again that's to keep whatever is inside the gallery safe because not... the bar was on this side.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: I don't love what's inside the gallery. Uh, you know, Floyd, if you think we got to dream
3: our way through this, there, there is a certain degree of dream logic here, even if it's uh,
2: questionable uh, logic. You're not crazy. All right. Uh, should should we go together into the prison or should we should i take another one
3: Uh, given what's happening in the desert i think probably we should move together
1: all right all right here we go the organ music gets a little more dissonant and grating as you jump in to the prison
3: someone needs to tune that fucking organ
1: very well all right philip we'll jump back to you as you're holding on to dear life the the brayden you're about to get sucked into this monster what are you doing
4: i am thinking of the biggest heaviest thing that i can imagine falling on top of this eel so that preferably something that is edible so if it's going to eat something it eats that and not me
1: okay what do you think yes.
4: i'm thinking of a gigantic Heavily Overweight
3: Cow. (laughs) Give me a power roll. Moving on. I rolled an eight.
1: Eight? Extreme? It's an extreme. Okay, very well. No sand loss and you conjure a cow. (laughs) As it just blips into existence, and it just gets sucked in. It gets sucked into this gulfer eel tapeworm with tendrils that strangely resembles Susan. It's not. It's not great. Is,
0: is there a moment when it's being sucked in that the pressure on us? I would say so. Yes. Releases. So I drag Philip and we move away from the uh, the culprit eel.
1: Okay. Yeah, you're afforded a few seconds of uh, rest before she digests the cow.
0: Do we think that we can get away from the oasis?
1: Oh, most likely. You could run.
0: Should we run?
4: Uh, yeah. Oh. Fuck this. Let's
1: get out of here.
0: Yeah. So we try to run back to the painting.
1: All right. All right. So she swallows the cow in one gulp. It's quite horrific. Seeing it move down her body. And uh, well, she doesn't seem satiated. So she's going to continue to slither following you. And you're just booking it. Give me a con roll. Run. 59.
5: The con's
0: actually okay. At 41 nope, under 45.
1: Okay. Out by four. All right. In that case, you get into a uh, vacuum range. She opens her giant mouth again. And this time, you have no trees to hang on to. So, Braden, you've got pretty much one action before Philip is swallowed.
0: Yep. Yeah. I'm going to attempt to make an elephant on the other side of uh, Philip.
1: Okay. So, how do I, Give me a power, I do roll. power roll. Yep. 64 is. Oh, 64 out of 70. Okay. So that one was a little more uh draining to do. So that was normal success. Give me a one sand damage.
0: Okay.
1: I feel a little bit exhausted and the elephant goes inside of this tape or vacuum. And while it's while it's blocked, we make we yep. run farther. And it just like explodes. It's gone.
0: You mean the elephant?
1: No, the tapeworm lady. Oh,
0: cool. So we can now completely run. Yes. <laughs> and you run off.
4: Mr. Kane, I thank you so much.
0: Not a problem.
4: We'll <laughs> climb into the painting, and back into the gallery.
1: All right, yeah. and that's going to take a bit So as you're running. So, Floyd and Dan, as you jump into the prison painting, you find yourself in a cell. Walked away. Naturally. Uh, this looks like some kind of dungeon. The architecture is French.
3: Mm, better than Alcatraz.
1: Not built yet.
2: We're not the best of the lockpickers, but I can try.
1: Okay. Give
2: me a lockpick. Uh-uh. Not going to spend 23 to make
3: that. I'm going to see if I can will up the key.
1: Oh, Oh, okay. Right. Give me a uh, power roll.
3: 65 is better than my 25 and locksmith. So okay. 12. So it would have been under both anyway.
1: Right. What degree of success is that?
3: That's uh, that's an extreme success on my pal.
1: All right. No sand loss. So I will say, as you are thinking about the key, the right key to this lock, you're hearing this something colossal scrape against the walls of this uh, prison and when you look at it, you recognize, oh, that's an iron lung. But it has legs, making it look like a cockroach. Someone oh. is in the iron lung, and it looks to be Edgar.
3: Yeah. That's a rather big iron lung.
1: Yes, it is. Uh-huh. And it we're... passes by yourself.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, so it's our keeper?
1: The warden, perhaps.
3: Did you dream up a skeleton key, I hope, Floyd? Well, hopefully a master key, yeah. yeah. I will open up the lock.
1: Okay, it opens.
3: Right, so how do we... Let's think of a miracle cure. Let's have a syringe that contains the cure, TM
2: the cure okay cure the sick cure the
1: sick sure Mm -hmm. who's sick well you look around and that's when you hear the coughing people are sick but they're locked inside their cells
3: oh i thought i was hoping it would just be him
1: no,
2: he's in charge. Uh, so we need to move through this maze of cells. You use your
3: master key. I guess I'll try the magic syringe. Or we'll get a spray or some kind of um, aerosol. Douse them all with it and do it. Uh, do it would be
2: nice if you could release a curative gas, right, and not have to go cell to cell. Exactly, yeah. like like a mustard gas bomb, except backwards. Yeah, I know what that looks like. I can picture the color of that stuff, so I'll just think of the opposite. All
1: right. All right, I'll take a power roll.
2: Yes. And
1: are you attempting to hide at all? I think we were scuttling around the... Okay, I'll take a stealth roll as well, just to see if you catch the attention of the warden. From both of us, or...? Yeah, both of you.
2: Uh, I have to take uh, six points of luck to make that power roll. That's all Great. right.
3: I I would need to put a zero on the end of that, and I don't have that much luck.
1: Ooh. So um, you are hurt too.
2: My stealth is 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 a hard, so I can try to pull him away. Okay. When I see him, you know, stumble
3: or kick in a bucket or. Uh... Whacking into the tin, uh, the timpani drum, making as much noise as inhumanly possible.
1: (laughs) All right, so just to adjudicate some dice rolls, you definitely make some noise. Maybe you clatter a piece of debris, and that's when you hear a horrid creak as the iron lung with tendrils with legs for as legs turns around. And it charges directly at you, Floyd. I Smashing say- itself against the walls. I was going to point and just
3: say it was him, but no, screw that. I'm get- getting the hell out of the way. All right, give me a dodge roll. <laughs> I'm glad I put points in dodge. <laughs> and not enough points in dodge. Oh God. No! All right. Yeah, I'm not burning that much luck.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I would say a, a cockroach-like leg like, spears you, right? Spears you through the thigh as you're trying to scramble away. Um, that's going to be sick sanity, not health. Okay. okay. You are feeling it like it is an actual wound. Is that
3: gonna? Oh, yeah, because we're not doing um bouts to madness, so I just take the six.
1: Okay, does that take you over 10? Lost, I
3: yes, that's 11 total now.
1: Okay, your prize possession is now the king in yellow. Play, (laughs) get rid of your coin. Goodbye. Uh, dope, and now we know how the mechanics work. (laughs) all right dan what are you doing
2: so uh i was stealthy uh, Uh and I spent the points to make the uh cure all anti-mustard gas sure
1: uh what degree of success did you get
2: i had to spend points just to make it
1: so one okay i'll say you get you know three three canisters of this cure-all gas, uh, and subtract one sand for conjuring stuff out of nothing. And that, does that put me at nine, or? Yeah, I've lost nine, then. Okay, well, fun stuff happens at ten, so you are good. And you're hearing uh, Mr. Floyd scream as his leg is skewered.
2: Yeah, so I'm going to toss the first cure-all gas in his direction and hope it helps with his injury as well as the coughing victims. Okay. Because he's got the key, too.
1: Yes, he does have the key. Uh, Right, and you're hearing the people cough, and once the gas gets them, you think that they cough because of the gas, but no, it's they seize the cough. but you've got an entire like cell wing and the doors are locked, but you've kind of gotten around that with gas, which is nice.
2: Yeah. So I'm going to, and since the gas is probably obscuring uh, the Edgar's vision, I'm going to try and go and grab Floyd and the key and pull him. Farther into the maze to keep doing good works.
1: Yeah, I'll I'll definitely give that to you with a a strength roll to pull him away. Hmm.
2: Strength is my fort. Seventeen on eighty.
1: Okay. So you yank him out, and you're just hearing the thrashing of this his metal cage, the iron lungs smash against the bars and the, the brick walls, and it scrapes. And you just hear it coming. Straight Wait, in your you. direction. So you're both going to have to make another dodge roll.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 28 is a success.
2: Regular. 26
1: is a success. Okay. So you both dive out of the way as it goes down like a train down the hallway, smashing all the way. Uh, So unlock another channel.
2: And let's. I've got two more of these. Did he feel any better when he inhaled the cure gas? or ah, he... I would
1: say so, sure.
2: Did he get any sand back? Nope.
3: But it makes my lungs feel better. Shame is the pain's in my leg.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just keep unlocking. You um, think that this thing's going to have to turn at some point and charge back at you? So you, it, you are afforded a few more precious seconds.
2: Floyd, do you think that gas will help him as well as the coffer's
3: i behold- toss
2: one of these at him instead of we don't know how deep this prison is or how many dream sick people there are
3: well let's see if i can make more uh, more of this as well um, i'll see if i can conjure up Give me uh, a power an, additional, an additional uh healing bomb O um, two. o2 so yes. Oh Oh, two,
1: great. Yeah, you get a handful. You get like six.
3: There you go. All I needed was a design to work from. Yeah.
2: Wonder if there's a way we can leave one that will go off when he comes at us. Or if we can, you know, pin it to the to the cages so that he can't avoid, you know, so he has to inhale it directly. Or we can just wait till he gets on us and throw one in his face.
1: You could do that
2: Well, it's who's like, brave
1: enough to do that
3: <laughs> yeah, it's like waiting for the crocodile to come up and then putting your hand inside to pull uh, its mouth to pull its teeth out yeah all right deeper into the maze then
1: okay well mercifully it's a relatively small wing and with the remaining gas grenades you definitely can hit everyone but there's the problem of edgar in his iron lung as uh, it's successfully, it's at the end of the hallway, and now it's like turned around, scraping against it, the, the walls, and it's now in prime charging position. I'll so it's, it. it's going to go again, like a bolt. All right, it's going to charge, so give me a dodge roll or a fight back, depending on what you want to do.
3: Dodgy's good on a 25. That's a
1: hard success. A hard? Very nice. What about you, Dan? I'm going to throw one at his face. All right, give me a fight back. Using either Throw or Fighting Brawl. Brawl is better.
2: Fighting Brawl is good. Oh, no, it's four I'm four points short. Spend four. Spend the
1: luck? All right. In that case, it starts breathing in this minty, fresh gas.
5: Because
1: <laughs> that's what I imagine it to be as. And it starts to stutter and shake. Uh, it's paralyzed for a bit. It's unable. To, to smash you into the wall. And I will say and that was a success. Yeah, the, it, that it's stunned. Uh, you two both get your actions and then we'll see. We're just going to just toss.
3: <laughs> it's, not, it's, it's an immobile target or stationary target.
1: Yep. I'm pelting it. All right, <laughs> so you start pelting it with the, the cure. And it starts to... It starts to lay very still as you cure the sick. Back out where we came. All right. So you dive out the painting in the cell, and that's where you meet back up with uh, Braden and Kane, uh, Braden Kane and Philip Mark Masterson.
0: Success. We know what we're supposed to do. Do you use dream magic or dream logic to do it? Uh, I think the other two are going to be a bit more easy than in the violence. We saw the airplanes, didn't you say, up in the sky? We could hear them. We could could, uh, just gently take them out of the sky and put them on the ground and there's so a lot of ways we could stop the violence. Well,
2: uh, so Edgar was representing... His ego was not dead. He became his own affliction. He was a monster inside an iron lung that was big enough to crush us like a bug. So I imagine yeah. the war thing isn't going to say, oh, thanks for taking the planes away, but be a tank or
0: So We'll see. Susan was a giant culper eel. She's a fish. Yeah, big old, big old black fish with a gigantic mouth that's bigger than its head. Oh, I, I, she was kind of far away. I couldn't exactly
2: make it out. I thought she was like a red-headed dragon.
1: The organ music gets a little louder, a little more grating. So you, everyone reduce one sand. You took all of the chains off the door. That's yeah, my cool. tenth
4: point of sanity.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: that is my 10th point of sanity
1: happy on birthday to us all okay so your significant person now philip is the phantom of truth and your significant location raiden is dim carcosa oh yeah yeah not a, it's not such a bad place I don't Reality like the
0: bright part, attention. just the dim part. Correct. they have beer? I hope they have beer. Of course. Well, my last place had beer. Um,
1: <laughs> You're not really remembering your last place.
0: Right. All right. Uh, me, so too. We, I, oh, me too. Oh, you too? You
1: also lost your tents? Yep. Okay. Da, da. Your significant person is Casilda.
2: Oh dear.
3: You all think for the redheads. Sister
0: once. Wants... Now, I think I'm a little more afraid of vanquishing deception. I think that's our psychopath. I think that uh, in the violence is our military guy. Shall we do it together? I think it's better with more people.
2: Yeah, I think we shouldn't go two by two. No. Let's how do the first though. No. Do which one? The worst
0: one. We should I do know. the
2: mad surgeon.
0: I have a feeling that I I can guess with the violence how we're going to end it but I don't have a clue what the the deception is. let's be very careful.
1: All right All right, so right. you go in go into the painting and you end up on your American your classic American neighborhood where people are watering their lawns and going about their day.
2: My mother moved to a neighborhood like this there was a weird guy in a house with trees around it who had a greenhouse
1: yeah it's it's, it's really nice. sunny people are smiling but in the distance there is the skyline of that odd city oh, yeah. I like that place It's a good place Uh hi neighbor a woman (laughs) no actually a a man in leisure wear comes up to you how are you would you like to stop by for some refreshments on this great sunny day
2: yeah that sounds fantastic nice to see you come on
1: in you
2: look great he leads to us to a clabbered white house exactly Nice fruit trees in front. Yeah, uh, I'm going to pause in the doorway before all of the blades shoot out of the walls. No, nothing like that. Uh, I'm sorry, neighbor. I've forgotten your name. I'm I'm Dan. Oh, you
1: can call me Castane.
2: Castane. Good. Good to see you. What's uh, what's cooking today?
1: Lemonade
3: gotta love lemonade cooking
1: lemonade just sounds wrong (laughs) (laughs) well when you try my wife's lemonade you're gonna be impressed
2: it's a sunny day nothing like a glass of lemonade what's the secret ingredient love oh
0: the best sit sit I would like to try and see through the deception <laughs> that what we're looking at can't be real. So
5: we okay. gave that flaws. away. <laughs>
0: I'm looking for flaws in the decor, something something to focus on that's not well, I mean, right. You're
1: looking at a flawless American right now. You can roll yeah. psychology.
0: 55 what is my psychology my psychology is 45. i'll spend 10.
1: okay to pass every ounce every molecule every cell and atom in your body is telling you not to drink lemonade because this man behind his smiling facade is something sinister something malign something that wants to hurt you don't drink the lemonade
4: i wasn't wasn't going to um, so um the, 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 the this lemonade um it's made by your wife you said correct can we meet your wife of
1: course where is she? Why? She's getting ready in the parlor. Well, what getting wait?
0: ready for?
1: Our great, wonderful cookout.
4: What are you selling at the cookout besides your lemonade?
1: Well, we've got steaks. Chicken. Anything you could ask for.
4: All that for your wonderful neighbours.
1: How nice of you. Uh, yes sir Mm -hmm. so he sets down the lemonade on the table in front of all of you how
3: nice Mm -hmm. I was wondering if maybe this uh, deception is something a bit more physical rather than a uh, rather than a psychological thing I'm looking to see does he wear a mask
1: does he wear a mask give me a spot hidden
3: Thirteen, yes, that is a that is a hard success. I can spend three to make it an extreme. If that's any a hard
1: is sufficient, as you can see, the thin line
5: Mm -hmm.
1: that splits
3: the skin. Okay, if he gets within arm's reach at any point, then I'll make a move. But until then.
1: Well, he's going to set down the lemonade and sit down right in front of you.
3: As soon as he puts the lemonade down, I'm going to see if I can reach up and pull his his face off.
1: Okay, great. Give me a fighting brawl.
3: Come on. Not a hope in
1: hell. (laughs) All right. So he steps out of the way and he says, easy neighbor, you're going to have to take me out to dinner first for that one.
3: (laughs) I'll blow him a kiss.
1: Okay, and as you open your mouth, he's gonna try and force lemonade down your mouth.
3: Uh, dodge. I'm not. All right, give me a
0: dodge.
1: <laughs> Drink up.
0: Oh shit! Sake. If he it's leans tasty forward, tasty lemonade. And tries, <laughs> if if he leans forward and tries to do that, then I'll try to reach up and grab his face.
1: All right, we're gonna be in combat order now. So,
2: I've been waiting to just use the shotgun on him, but we. <laughs> Obviously, I took a little long. So.
1: <laughs> well, right now, we're going to go into the order. Becky Conroll, uh, Floyd, as you are drinking down this lemonade, which does not taste like lemonade. It, it, lemonade, it tastes medical. Heaven's sake. Nope. Okay. So you get busy, and your your world is swirling, Ooh. and... As you're being force-fed this lemonade, you think, with his other hand, he takes out a scapel?
0: Uh, it's like not quite to- his turn yet.
1: <laughs> Philip, what are you doing? Um,
4: but hey, that's, that's not very nice. I'm going to, like, jump at him and try and, like, tackle him off of uh, Floyd.
1: Okay. Yeah, give me a fighting roll.
4: Fellow oh, that's like 50 kilos soaking wet is going to take this guy out. <laughs> That much, eh? I got a hard success.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Holy crap, I rolled an extreme. So I'm sorry. Uh, I'm so sorry. Okay.
4: So, I'm going to spend 10 luck to make it a
3: critical.
1: Great. So you... Tackle him. Uh, you tackle yep. him off of Floyd. He's still gripping onto the scaffold. So Easy there, friend. All right, Brayden, it's your turn.
0: All right. What I'm going to do, since uh, Philip jumped in front of me, um, I'm going to touch Floyd uh, on his shoulder and I am going to attempt to materialize a large feather down his throat so that he throws up.
1: Oh, okay. Give me a power roll. Oh, uh, nope. All right, uh, you get your feather. I'll lose a d6 sanity, though.
0: Okay. Lost two. Okay.
1: All,
0: All right, right. so you conjured a, it's the It's not feather. In the back of his throat? Yeah.
1: No, you're going to have to do that manually. Dan, it's your turn.
2: Uh, with Philip grappling our friend Castain.
1: It's a little risky to shotgun him.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna stand up, knocking the table and the glasses and the pitcher over. Uh-huh. And present the shotgun to Castain's
1: gut. Oh, okay. Very nice. Yeah, roll. Would that be a brawl? I would say... Are you? Are you? So you're going to melee his gut with uh, the stock of the gun? I mean, I don't think I can get up, knock everything over, and get in between them. Yeah, give and, me a brawl then.
2: Uh, yeah, just being. Oh wow, uh, that's a nineteen. I can make it a hard with two.
1: Uh, no need, All right. So you bit slam t- him in the gut. I think that's a d6 of damage. Mm, great. You hear something crunch inside? Ooh. Yeah. I got a whole six. And okay.
2: it's not built like us, friends. Did you hear that?
1: <laughs> uh right. So now it's uh Castain's turn, and he's just You're holding on to him, Philip. He's shouting out. "Uh, I offer free makeovers, and he's just going to start stabbing you. His scaffold.
4: Yep, I'm going to try and roll out of the way.
5: Okay. Oh, no. I rolled
0: a 93. 93.
1: Okay, uh, right, so he's repeatedly stabbing you in the stomach with the scalpel. It's just dream. And... Yeah, take seven
4: sanity. Seven sanity, brilliant. Um, so, I am now down to
1: 17. Okay, so you've had... Oh, I don't want to take away your teddy bear.
3: But That's you're going
1: exactly to. what I'm going to do. You no longer care about your teddy bear, Philip. Oh wait, no. You're at seventeen, so you've got three more. I have three more. You're good. For now. I know I'd have it.
3: And then the teddy <laughs> gets him.
1: Yeah, then the teddy bear's going.
4: I I'd have two more until my yep. twenty.
1: Philip, what are you doing? You're just you're being stabbed and it feels horrible. This you don't want a makeover. Not at all. It is your turn. I
4: am not happy about being stabbed. However, (laughs) I am aware that there is a person with a gun. So I am going to try and scuttle away as best I can, putting some distance between me and him.
1: Okay. Call it a
4: dodge. And that's a hard success.
1: All right, you move you maneuver out of the way. Brayden you've got the feather.
0: Yeah, but now is is Castain like on his hands and knees? uh um, how is he stabbing Philip? I would Both say he's on things. his back. Okay, he's on his back.
1: As Philip was on top of him.
0: Okay. I was thinking about using the feather on Floyd, but when I see him stab Philip, I am going to kick the fuck out of the guy's head.
1: Okay. Yeah. He's going to try and dodge with a penalty die because... Actually, no, this is the the first attack on him in this round, so he's fine. No penalty die. Uh, Where is the... As you try to stomp on his head, right? He's just shouting, You don't want to do that, friend! Is this a brawl, huh? It is a brawl. Uh, He
0: does. I, I don't hit him. I stomp next to him, maybe.
1: All right. Then he maneuvers out of the way.
0: Yes, I do want to do it, you son of a bitch.
1: All right, Dan. You've got the shotgun. I think this calls for both barrels. Wonderful.
2: Regular success, but I am. It is against his gut, so yeah, right. Is that maximum impaling situation? Should
0: be I mean, if he mind.
1: was a normal human, sure. But it's so will just roll damage. Roll eight d six. That's a good number. It is a good number.
2: 86.
0: Normally,
1: didn't I? Didn't bring out four. So you pull both triggers of the shotgun, right? It goes through his gut and into the uh kitchen cabinets that just absolutely shatter splinter and wood. You hear the dishes break within uh, and then the furniture that you're starting to destroy it starts bleeding behind the wooden panels of each cabinet are sickly organs. <laughs> And uh yeah, you blast them in the gut. And he says, That tickles friend. He's got That's... a hole in the stomach. And where guts and organs should be are now are these pallid tendrils. Pallid, you say. Um, when I stood
2: up and knocked over the table and the lemonade, mm-hmm. did everything break? The table broke for sure.
1: The I think... pitcher I would say had
2: do you want it to shatter I'm thinking we might need to give him some of his own lemonade okay is that
1: that's probably next round yeah it's probably a next round thing because it is uh Mr. Castain's turn
2: I will suggest to them that maybe he wants to have a refreshing beverage (laughs) A (laughs) a surgeon needs
1: his own medicine Leo shut up your name is Leo I'm Castaigne. Not anymore. And as he's yelling that out, he's trying to slash your tendons, Brayden. With his scaffold. Mine? Oh. Yes, yours.
0: Uh, you mean uh, like my Achilles tendon? Correct. Because right. you're trying to stomp on I'm, him. I'm doing the... Give me a dodge. I, I'm doing the Irish dance where I keep my hands... <laughs> Give me and a dodge. Or a
1: dance. Mm-hmm. Either or.
0: I got an 11 out of uh, 27 on my dodge. 11 so out
1: my of 27. My feet are fast. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just trying to, like, stab at your legs. I am them. the
0: lord of the dance.
1: Meanwhile, yeah. the tendrils that have emerged from this uh, creature's stomach, they're reaching out for you, Dan. To, to don't spear don't and feel. whip and lash. Dodgy, dodge, dodge. Oh,
2: dear. 97 is not a good roll for dodge.
1: Well, let's see if I fail. I did. So you're good. Very and
2: lucky. Is dance.
1: <laughs> Man, Leo's having a hard time. That's all right. Well, it is Floyd's turn. All right.
3: Now I'm able to do something. I'll, uh, I'm going to see if the guy's face is still within range now. Yeah, he's try- on the ground. I'm gonna try and get that mask off by putting my hands around either side of his face, my thumbs into his eyes, so I can get purchase and then rip.
1: Okay, give me a fighting brawl. He'll try to dodge that with a penalty die. <clears throat> oh five! So yes, an extreme. E! Oh my god, he rolled a 96. Alright, so you dig in. And uh it's not like he has no mask. It was a mask. <laughs> oh. and whatever is down here is not human. Not at all. It's indescribable.
0: Fake. Fake wish deception. Pull that mask off.
1: True. Uh, but whatever this thing is, it starts screeching and flailing around. Curb stomp it! I'm yeah, I'll let you I'll let you curb stomp it.
3: I presume that's my action, is just pulling the mask off, so I'm just yelling that. No, I'll let else. you do this curb stomp,
1: because it's technically stunned. Uh, is that another roll? Yeah, uh, no, no roll required. You You stomp its head in, and it caves in. You feel the skull let loose, and it's done.
3: I'm never drinking lemonade again.
0: <clears throat> uh. I was trying to get you to throw up. That's disgusting.
2: <clears throat> Does the lemonade still look like lemonade? No. That's all that's my last question. Let's go back
3: to the yeah, number
2: four. Yeah.
1: As as you step out of the uh friendly neighborhood, you realize it's not a friendly neighborhood at all. It's very run down. Uh the insides of things are organic.
0: That's what I thought
1: yeah and you make it back to the gallery
3: straight to number four don't want to listen to the organ grinder beating our
1: ears (laughs) all right you run into the battlefield you dive in and it doesn't look like a normal battlefield think of an mc escher painting where think of the inside of a cylinder right and line the inside of the cylinder with trenches you have biplanes floating through the center of this cylinder. And in the distance, you can see that same skyline with black stars in the, uh, in the sky. There's machine gun fire. There's what looks like to be skeletal soldiers firing at each other. The sounds of artillery as the ground shakes. And in the distance, there appears to be a bunker and... It has a flag. And on the bottom of the flagpole is a white flag. But how are you going to get there? Because there is absolute chaos. People are shooting at each other. The ground is shaking.
3: How about we think laterally? We can see the rope going up to the top of the pole. Yeah? Yeah. Manifest a heavy weight at the top of the pole attached to the rope. that Then gravity does the rest, pulls the rope, hoists the
1: flag. Ooh, very nice. Yeah, you can do that. Grandma's you can try and manifest. <laughs> Um But I will let you know that whatever you manifest goes to you. It doesn't oh. manifest somewhere else.
3: Oh, right. Okay.
2: Couldn't manifest a feather on your throat, for example.
1: Yeah so yeah there's a there's battlefield going on there's machine gun fire
2: so we make a little juggernaut tank mm-hmm. oh you're I'm gonna
1: manifest t- tank okay
2: i was thinking just like two heavy metal wheels that we could go between down the line between the ten- trenches not as many moving parts
0: the big steel plates on the side, so that if they yeah, shoot it's, the bullets, yeah, bad,
2: thick, so. thick wheels and just like roll it down a moving barricade, right?
1: Okay, yeah, you can do that. Give me a power roll. Can, you can, can we all contribute? All yeah, you can all contribute. Uh,
0: 29 is a hard success for me. Uh, okay, I can spend a few points to make it a hard success,
1: okay
3: I did not succeed
0: that's fine
2: mm-hmm. i i also well, you've fa- been stabbed <laughs> i feel- i have you know seventy five which is too much to spend and but not catastrophic
1: all right, so on a hard or a success, take one sand damage failure d six but you do manifest this tank. And since you all work together on it, it's a little more sturdy. Let me know if you lost uh, 10, 20, or 30. But uh, yes, you lost 10 now. Okay, but you've already gotten something replaced.
3: Got a little way left to go before I hit 20.
1: Very nice. Oh, don't worry. This part will shred you. No, I'm kidding. kidding. Maybe you're playing it very safe. Shred or no
3: shredding from my twenty.
1: All right, so you all jump into this uh, land vehicle, this armored vehicle. So, which one of you actually know how to drive? Maybe Dan, because he's been in the war before. Well,
2: again, I was I was pushing for basically not a machine, but Just a like a giant like a yo yo, like two giant shields. Oh, okay, yeah, so that we could just roll our way there and
3: not have to. I don't want to be in a tank. Strength is better than drive, is what I'm hearing.
1: All right, so you're gonna push this barricade past. Uh, are you going to go into the trenches or on the flat area where that known as no man's land? Where we're trying to
2: stay on no man's land because. They're shooting at each other, and we just want to get to the barricade.
1: Okay. Yeah, you're hearing the bullets plink off of the shields already. Like, bullets are flying everywhere. And there's a plane, and the death roar of the plane, as you can hear the engine go, as it just crashes into the ground. Hustle, hustle. All right, give me a strength roll. Uh, Whoever's pushing can get two bonus die. Oh,
3: cool. Dan is the one with the muscles
1: here. 16. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's really awesome. So, as you're pushing your way past No Man's Land, there's explosions, and then you're hearing a battle cry something that also shakes the ground. Shit. And it's a hulking abomination. That is probably about 10 feet tall, pure muscle, and it is wrapped in barbed wire. In one hand, it has a giant trench mace, and the other, it has a a dagger that now looks like a sword because of the size. Its face is twisted, deformed, and it's charging right at your uh, little shield. Right across the battlefield, being shot being unhindered. What are you all doing? Is it traveling? Okay. So here's the wheels.
0: Yep. We're in the middle. Yep. Is it traveling like this, like this, like this? Head on. It's head on.
2: Yep. So from the barricade that we're trying to reach? Yes. Okay. Um, It looks like it's about to smash the shit out of you. You guys dream
0: uh, ether, you know, gas in uh, I was going to try and, and and dream up a big, long spike in front of our thing. Okay. Yeah, you can um, do that. So then it'll go
3: right through him. Or at least impale him and stop him
0: getting closer. Right.
1: So you're going to dream up like a spear to hold out? Yeah,
0: part of the structure itself, so that...
1: You'll have to attach it manually, though. Oh. We don't have time. We're moving
0: forward. That's correct. Uh, I wonder if you you manifested... Well, it's not really a tank. It's just two big deals. a a big thing. Okay. Okay. Could drop a cow on it. <laughs> you could drop a cow
1: on him, sure.
4: You could drop a cow in the way. And would at least stumble him a little bit so we can drop an like elephant like with a with a shot. All right, well something.
1: make your decision. Make that power. roll. Or don't no. all right. Big fat dairy cow in between us and the thing. Jesus. Gas him. Thirteen. Thirteen. All right. Great. That's a hard? That is
4: a... I believe it's a hard.
1: Alright, take one, and uh, yep. all right, you manifest the cow. It barely gets out of moo before it's smashed by a trench mace in one blow, turned into hamburger meat. You can see bone shards, just muscle sinew, you're splattered by it, and it did that with one hand.
3: Hamburger yeah. hill.
1: Alright. Yeah, manifest it's right there mus- now, but that was its turn, so what are you all doing? It's Floyd's turn if we're going into combat order.
3: Make with the gas. Mustard right, gas. Give me power
1: roll.
0: Better hope it doesn't blow in our direction. Sleeping uh,
3: gas, not mustard. I will spend three points of luck to make that a regular success.
1: Okay, take one, San, and then uh, you do have some sleeping gas. You're welcome to throw it with the throat roll. It might get a little sticky because you're uh, all near each other. You're in smashing range.
3: We can see what he's doing. I can try and throw it. I'm not very good at throwing. All right. I will say
1: either way, you'll get the gas off, sure. But depending on your failure, uh, if it fails, it's definitely going to hit you unless you've run out of the shield.
3: I is anyone a is anyone a good thrower or shall I just lob it and hope? Lob it and hope, I reckon.
1: Lob it and hope. And we'll start backing away. Yeah.
3: Okay. Come on. Well perhaps. Are you if, so you're backing
1: is, away outside of the shield?
4: Hang on. If this if this guest distracts it, potentially someone can. who acts next or soon could jump out and run past it while it's dealing with everyone in the tank and then do a desperate lunge for
3: the flagpole. Well, my my worry seems to be uh, ill-founded. 14 is under my 20.
1: Yeah, all right. So you managed to to lob it just enough so that it hits the uh, hulking abomination in your way and it starts to get a little woozy. We'll see. Wow, 93. <laughs> so yeah, I'll say that it will get some penalties on its uh, attempts to just destroy you in one hit. Philip, what are you doing? Sorry. The way forward is blocked by gas and this abomination.
4: If I were to hold my breath and spring through this gas, would mm-hmm. I be conceivably obscured by it so that it wouldn't see me running through?
1: Um. Yes. Okay. Or... But there are bullets flying. Yes, but there are bullets mm. flying. And that's fine but that's a risk
4: i feel like that's the risk that we have to take though cuz look if, at this
1: character things, development philip things
4: bearing down on well like the like his mother <laughs> always said no matter how scared you are you keep going and uh you know it feels lost a bit of sad he's not thinking too clearly now um but yeah i think that cuz yeah like i think that this is pro- potentially our best shot at making this happen because okay. now there is a smokescreen up, the thing is distracted, um, I, I think this is the best chance that we have for me to sort of scoot through and So you're going to run for it? I'm going to run for it, yeah.
1: All right, give me a
4: luck roll. 32. Have a look. That is a success.
1: Okay, so perhaps you flinch because of the bullets, li- like, whizzing by your head. and But you're running forward, going through the mud... Uh, I would say I will say you get about halfway there while your uh, teammates are still in the thick of things. Brayden, what are you doing? I think I'm going to attempt
0: to do the same thing, but I am going to make a smaller version of our thing that okay. I can hold in my hands so that I have shields on either side of me as I run.
1: Okay, yeah, great. Give me a power roll. Oh, 61. What is it? Oh, sixty-one 61 out of 70. Okay. Alright, take one, Sam. Okay. As you make these two shields that you can hold in either hand. Uh, Dan, what are you doing? Uh, this thing's about to smash the two shields that you're all in. I'm uh,
2: not sure how far my fellows are getting ahead, with the fog of war and everything. Right. Uh, I do not want to get smashed, so I want to. I mean, so you either get smashed or you get shot. So he's got a <laughs> he's got a saber in one hand and a
1: what what the other? A trench club. It's a nasty-looking club with metal on the tip.
2: Yeah, mace kind of business. Yes. But he's not shooting. No. So I'm going to just try, so we're in this, between these two wheels with a pole. Uh Uh-huh. I'm going to just rim them with, I'm going to connect them with lead so that he can't smash my head in with his, or slice me in half.
1: Ooh, okay. Yeah, power Fifteen. Okay. Is that a extreme? That's a hard. Alright, so I will deduct deduct one Sam. This is is crazy. This is madness. It certainly is. As you make this metal shield to guard the vital components. Uh, And that's this is the part where he brings the club down. Mm -hmm. And he's not going to attack anyone in particular. He's just going to smash this Contraption. Oh, cool. He gets penalty die because he's woozy. Okay. So at uh, this time, I know Floyd's inside, Dan's inside, and Braden's inside. So no, I'm. I'm oh, you ran out. out. Okay, the... great. All right. So those of you inside. Take a D4, sand damage, as it just smashes the side of the shield, and it, like, knocks it over, and it goes tumbling into the mud. Two. Four. As you feel ribs break, you feel bruised, it feels all too real. Mm. And you've you've been sprawled in the mud outside of this shield, which... Has a huge dent in it now from just the mace hit. You have no cover. Uh, Luckily enough, you are you are prone, so the bullets aren't really hitting you quite yet. I assume Uh, that
2: the smash thing fell into one of the trenches, or is it just a you know? It's a no man's land, but no. It's a
1: no man's land. Yeah, and it's on its side. Yeah, I'm gonna.
2: Well, we'll see.
1: All right, we will. Floyd, it's your turn. You're in the mud. You're caked in it. Um, get the hell out of there. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, that's, uh, that's definitely doable. Just make a luck roll.
3: Uh, no.
1: Okay. You feel yourself getting shot. You feel the searing pain as one bullet hits you in the shoulder. Ah, damn it. Uh... Take a seven sanity.
3: One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. That pushes me over my 20.
1: All right, what? All right. Da-da-da-da. Your significant person is now, uh, I believe, Notabella. Mm-hmm. Oh, Noah. He's Noah the high t- priest. T- yeah. You will dream of him at night from now on.
3: But should you get at out? Least, I was going to say that sounds at least reassuring that I will be dreaming about him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> should you get out? <laughs> mm-hmm. So but you managed to scramble away you 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 are behind Brayden and Philip as they are running past no man's land and now it's going to be Philip's turn. You are almost at the bunker.
4: Yep, sprinting to the bunker. Just go on hell for leather.
1: All right. Yeah, uh because you're sprinting through no man's land without protection give me another luck roll 94 94 you get shot oh no oh. uh one through the cheek uh actually not not this way but like this way mm. so take 3
4: ouch 3 is sufficient to push me down over 20 sanity loss
1: all right what do you have left
3: i have my oh your teddy bear my teddy bear yeah you know how I got these scars.
1: I'm sorry. Your teddy bear does not matter anymore. The king in yellow play is all you care about.
4: Mm-hmm. I just sort of reach into my pocket and I...
1: No! Oh, no. The play has subsumed your desire, your personal treasure. Oh teddy. But, but you keep running. Raiden, you're hearing the clinking of bullets smashing against your shields.
0: Yep. And you're running. It kind of obscures my view this way, mm-hmm. so I don't see Philip go down. Uh, I I head for that building.
1: Okay, and you've reached the bunker. Do I have to climb up to get to the... Yes, you do. Flagpole? Yes, you do. Because you have to climb right. to the bunker itself. I am going to. Meanwhile, uh, the skeletal soldiers—they shoot at each other, but they have no. They don't notice you at all. They're fighting their forever war. Then I will put a ladder on the wall so that I can climb up onto. All right, the. give me a power roll. Uh, you're basically okay. replacing a climb roll with a power roll, so. Right. Oh, 08, So uh,
0: oh eight. No sand loss.
1: Second or third time, I've gotten no eight this time beautiful um, all right you conjure a ladder it's a, it's and a I rope quickly scramble
0: ladder. up and i grab the the rope
1: all right we'll have flag. to we'll have to climb up that ladder first but you will be okay. able to do that without a roll i want to see what's happening to dan as he's sprawled in the in the mud looks like this club's about to go down on you next yeah you know i'm
2: i seeking You know, I'm trying to hide under the heaviest part of the shield that remains. And Mm -hmm. I'm thinking about being in the trenches in France. And I'm thinking about the carrion birds that are the thing that I hate the most. Oh, yes. And I'm going to make a carrion bird big enough to fuck with this piece of shit.
1: Oh, okay. In that case, give me a power roll.
2: 33 is successful. It's a regular success. All
1: right, so take one, sand And it is quite a sight as you see a giant crow come down and start pecking at this thing's back, pull, ripping out lumps, lumps of flesh. And it tries to swat at it. I'm and it flails. It flails around. So that was its turn. Um uh, but, Floyd, what are you doing?
3: Hoping I'm not getting shot at again. Um, if it's distracted by Dan and Big Bird,
1: uh-huh.
3: pretty much just dive forward and then start trying to crawl along on the ground, but hopefully I don't get shot then.
1: Yeah, no roll required. You'll just go slower. Mm-hmm. Philip, you are running. You were just shot. Yep. You see Braden. He set up a ladder.
4: I'll climb up the ladder and pull the
1: flagpole. All right. But give me a strength roll because it's quite heavy. These burdens. Do you manage to put up... uh, What flag do you choose?
4: Uh, I unfortunately do not have the luck to spend to make that a success.
1: Okay. So perhaps you strain and you strain and you burn your hands with rope burn you are not strong enough alone all right brayden you climb up the ladder you see philip struggling
0: i'm with philip um i will reach up and i will literally leap grab the rope and fall with him also pulling on it all
1: right give me a strength roll with a bonus die
0: Uh, 35 and 70, 35. Yeah, that's 60. I can even uh, add five luck points and make it a hard.
1: Oh, no, no need. All you need was a success. And what flag did you put up?
0: The white one.
1: Okay. So as soon as you do that, a horn sounds in the distance. And there is the sound of silence. And this Creature still being attacked by the crow, it starts to scream and scream and scream, and then it glows white with light, and it's like an explosion went off, an atom bomb even.
0: Right on top of my friends.
1: Yeah, and it appears that you are back in the gallery. All right, and I'm, I'm
0: looking at Philip to see if. Jesus Christ dude your face nobody's gonna ever fuck with you again
3: chicks dig scars
0: hope you didn't lose any teeth
3: I, I'm here still gone
1: you're here and there is another door open
3: was it the one that had the bar across it or no is it a it's diff- a
1: different one that was not there before
3: hmm. what does it look like?
1: It looks like another one of these castle doors, and give me a listen roll.
2: I was going to ask about the damned organ. Oh uh, three, I hear success. all.
1: Okay, so right, I pass you. pass the organ right. You hear a familiar sound. It feels. It sounds like the Arkham streets, cars going past. I think this is the way,
2: guys.
3: Yep. Don't make me told twice. Yep. Out of there. All
1: right, and it's a it's a very long hallway that you step into, and as you
3: step run
1: (laughs) yeah as you run into right and you hear the sound of a horse behind you a golden horse when you look back and on it is a figure in tattered robes and a pallid mask and it's chasing you so i'd like one last con roll run your way down this hallway is what well, I
3: saved a, a whole team of Nineteen, okay. hard success. Uh, Thirty-six is a regular from me. I will spend however much luck I need to make it to go down to what I need it to. <laughs> okay,
1: let me roll. Ooh. I think
0: my bride is here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, back. Who home has
0: d- Dim Carcosa?
1: <laughs> who is who has the lowest luck, Braden or Dan?
0: I have forty still. I'm
1: I'm at 55. Okay.
2: I can spend 20 to make that kind of success if that's how it works. Yeah, spend
1: it. Done and done. All right. So you all run past. You're panting. Your heart is beating. But you're seeing Braden. He's, He's sluggish. He's being left behind. And this figure on the gold horse, it's getting closer to him. And it's reaching out to you, Brayden.
0: Does it uh, It's uh just with its hands?
1: Yes, with its hands.
0: Okay. I'm going to try really hard to manifest a knife.
1: Oh, okay. Give me a power roll. You
0: 27.
1: Alright, now give me one last roll. This is the most important roll of your character's life.
0: Yeah, my brawl is not so great. An Irishman.
1: Oh, I got a 20. 20
0: is... My brawl.
1: My brawl is 25. Nice. All right, so as it reaches out to you, trying to grab, you slash its hand, and this golden nectar starts spilling out, and the horse slows down, and you manage to run through that last door. And with the flash... You're all you all awaken on the floor of an abandoned mill.
3: Is there a professor around anywhere?
1: Oh, you know that sand loss. That all comes back. And now you can roll for your uh, at this point, you're probably past your uh, indefinite. So yeah, just roll D10 for the sanity breakage eight eight okay um
0: We've what is eight several disorders
1: I've got a two
0: uh, you got an eight uh roll a 1d4 four you have the red mist and uh. four, you uh, you attack the nearest friend oh shit uh, <laughs> on the on
3: on the plus side, I am fairly ineffectual at doing this.
1: Yeah, no, that's fine. Let's we we can um we can adjudicate whatever happens once I figure out what everyone is up to. I've got a big to be me off. Uh, <laughs> I'm
3: not gonna say grand old British gesture,
1: there. Yeah.
5: yeah.
1: Let me give Sandy <laughs> Tom. Do you know what a two is? A two is flee in panic. Okay. Flee until
0: you pass out, and then you, yeah. Okay.
1: (laughs) I've got a scene for you. All right, Philip. I rolled a three. All right. Tom?
0: Three is hysteria, 1d4. Okay. Roll a 1d4.
1: And last but not least, what about you?
0: Uh, screaming. It's screaming for one uh, for three.
1: Okay.
4: I will respectfully not roleplay that, but you can imagine it's happening. All
1: right. <laughs> so, given that everyone has gone uh, out of madness, Dan, you wake up in the morning along the shore of the, the river, the Arkham River. It looks like you've been swimming the entire night. The three of you awaken in Arkham Sanatorium.
3: Told you I should have checked in here ages ago. (laughs) With
1: (laughs) heavy, heavy mental damage. The police question you, like, what happened? Why? You're obviously not in your facility, so we're going to keep you in here for a bit. And you're Going to be spending a couple months here, Dan. When you look back at the scene, they also have uh, scooped up Professor Butter uh, Butterfield, and you are the only one that avoided getting uh, put into a sanitarium. <laughs> so, what what does your life look like?
2: Oh, how many
1: days later is this? I would say it's at least one day later.
2: So I, 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 you know, I went back, uh, to the office and put incriminating material away. I went home and cleaned up real good. I went, I called the Dean and said, we found Butterfield. Uh, and he had, he, he's very, he, he became very dangerous. Do you, have you heard from the sanatorium?
1: Uh, I heard about the convicts. They're still missing to this day. Still missing. Uh,
2: and I assume, Dean, that you did not authorize Butterfield to take them out? Of course not. Of course not.
1: But at Uh, least we have a scapegoat now
2: yeah I don't think you have to worry about his tenure anymore he went off the field
1: and but but what happened
2: Uh, you know you've heard about uh the nerve agents that the Nazis the Nazis the Krauts developed in the Great War right I think Butterfield found some kind of nerve agent that that made people worse so when we got in there we found a couple of the patients but then we got gassed and uh i might have been the one to recover first but it's it's bad news and and we should find him and and put him away
1: okay very well that report is sufficient
2: oh all right uh
1: we find might your ha- check in the
2: mail that's good to know uh we might contact you about future matters uh we'll keep in touch very good and of course I'm going to check on the you know there, there was obviously nobody showed up at the office so I'll do the regular calls hospitals et cetera. yeah
1: eventually you find out that they're all in the sanitarium, checked in. And then I will cash the check. Wonderful. And so, and psychogenesis.
4: Good stuff.
1: Yeah, so my take on this scenario was a flip on how Carcosa worked the idea was what if Carcosa wasn't a place that you like got to but what if it was Carcosa what if Carcosa was something that was always inside of you that just needed to be activated Hmm. and it would just swap out your personality and your experiences with the uh, the events of characters of the play so that's where we have the dissolution of the and getting that replaced, and I threw in some Four uh, Horsemen mythology just to keep it fresh.
4: That no, was really cool. There's
3: also the uh, actually... the Horse of the Invisible, mm-hmm. which was uh, quite amusing as well. <laughs>
2: yes. You know, I'm, I'm also going to be... I will probably try to help my friends get out of the madhouse, but oh, that's good. I might be too busy trying to find the Professor and my beloved
1: Casilda. That's true, because you've had part of your personality replaced while you were in Arcosa in this deep state in your mind, which was why you were able to manifest stuff. So, just the general outline of what happened: Professor checked people out because he went to Europe, got followed by the organist, who is a uh, I would I would say he is a servant for the king in yellow. The Oh, I forgot to tell you this it's part, but
3: pretty, it's very much yeah. like the imagery in court in in the court of the dragon. Yeah, in the There's court
1: of the dragon, he gave dragon. him a copy of the play, and he stitched it into himself,
0: <laughs> as one does.
1: Yeah, uh, but not before making the reels to try That's and power. help and fix people, and he succeeded. He found these. You know, anti-social behavior, sociopaths, extremely violent, extremely depressive people. And he just replaced their personalities. Locked them away. So, yeah, that was psychogenesis, which means the origin of something is within the mind.
2: Very good. says he repaired their reputations.
1: Mm hmm.
3: I think you had a better candidate for either death or violence there with Philip's horrible Teddy torture right there. That was yes. Oh my god.
4: Teddy had a great time. He's hanging out on a stick now. <laughs> no. He went to pieces. He- quite, quite literally. He was a wonderful companion in the darkness, and unfortunately uh, he doesn't compare to the wonder that is the King in Yellow.
1: That's true. Man, i love that to play get back home. <laughs> especially the second act
0: oh poor teddy our players included uh matthew sanderson david gassaway riley kruger and myself with alex sun as the keeper of arcane lore we have a Discord server where you can chat with other members, you can set up private games, and you can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastery. We provide audio-only versions of our show. It's free for you to download from CloudBean or iTunes. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar or two a month helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answer any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of HP Lovecraft and the Call of Duty role playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming.